Welcome to Westeros FM, episode four. It's Maddie, it's Brandon Lynch, and Oliver Aguilar. And it goes without saying, we will be discussing spoilers for episode four, season eight of Game of Thrones, called... The Last of the Starks? The, maybe. Something like that. The bad one. The bad yeah, the, 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 one. The one that everyone got really <laughs> mad at, called... Uh, Last the, of the Starks, colon, the bad one. The Last of, of the Starks, yep. Episodes one and two of the Star Wars trilogy. That's right. Yes, we are. Uh, we, we are here to do our thing. We're a week late, mm-hmm. uh, so just a little, a uh, little inside baseball. We have seen episode five right now. We're going to record for episode four. Uh, we know what happens in episode five, so the kind of the speculation part of this episode might be a little, a little less, a little more reined in. Yep. Um, but we'll we'll try to keep the episode five spoilers out of this. If you're walking watching along, we will do our best. Mm. Uh, I can't guarantee nothing makes it in because it's hard to talk around that stuff once right. you know it's going to happen. But we'll do our best. Yes, I'm not worried so much about blatant spoilers, but of like, oh well, we know what happens. We know yeah. what happens. And then you listening would be like, oh fuck, they know what happens. I know <laughs> I, what happens. I already forgot to do our weather bit. That's okay. Okay. Uh, my my whole bit was like, ah, it's, it's r- raging winter up in nor- in the north, and things are passionate, and we were all into winter, but now it's not quite as passionate it's like a, anymore. Like a muddy, yeah. a muddy yeah. spring. Like it, it seems fine up there now. Yeah, things yeah. are thawing. Yeah. I don't really nothing to report. Do you think after killing the Night King, that like that just ends the winter? I, mean, I think you I still like the winter. Hmm? I think you still. I think the winter season. Will still happen, but how I think it happened before the Night King came back. But it was always of like indeterminate lengths. Yes, there's something very it, weird about the seasons. Yeah, made it seem like it was a magical phenomenon and not a like not a function of the planet, not right. a not a yeah. like celestial phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Which is weird because like the sun still moves across the sky the same way it does in our world. Uh, they have, they have the accounts. same moons. They have two moons. They no, they have them? one moon. They allegedly used to have two, and then one broke open and released all the dragons. That's right. And like they, yeah, it rises in the east, sets, sets in, the in the west, west kind yep. of thing. Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, it's called the sunset sea because that's where the sun sets. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shivering seas, cold. They're very aptly named seas. The narrow seas. The narrow, narrow. seas. Narrow. I wish our world. The was red like sea's this. not red. Says you. Yeah. Sorry. Somebody's. Yeah. No. Somebody's got snow. We're just looking for. Uh, going back to the whole weather thing, like, yeah, there are indeterminate lengths and things may last longer than, than, than it did last year or last season right. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Sometimes shorter. Cause remember it was yeah, like shorter, long, long summer means a long winter. Mm-hmm. I, um, uh, I would believe I, if you told me that winter ended now that there was no more winter now that the night King is dead summer all the time, unless you go way there north. Is, there is a concept called, I can't remember what it's called. The long, it's not the long summer, but it is like a never ending summer. Hmm. Uh, is that kind of the inverse of the long night? The long night, yeah. Or, where, well, yeah. but it's something that they like hypothetically speak at, like in legend, where it's like Tyrion makes a joke about, oh, maybe this is the the summer that never ends, and yada yada yada. Back when Tyrion was funny and yeah. clever, yeah. And clever, yeah, <laughs> still had a nose. Cause he still has a nose in the show. Yeah, does he not have a nose in the books? He loses his nose in the books. Oh, yeah. that's like the, shocking to see someone without a nose. When he gets, yeah, yeah when the, he gets caught up, Blackwater, Blackwater, gross. Yeah. Yeah. He's a real monster in the books. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he fucking the way they describe him in the books, he looks like like you couldn't look right at him. He's all like, 
He's all like, yeah, stumpy. He's more stumpy, obviously, and I think like his his his, yeah, his digital like, gnarled yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm, lots of use to the word it's, gnarled. It's interesting to see like uh, original concepts of how George R. R. Martin um, imagined everything, and then yeah. compared to what we know of. Have you seen that original concept of the throne? Of yeah, his, where it's oh, like it's huge. Yeah, I it's like love you gotta that. you gotta walk up like fifty steps to get to it. And I think that's like that's not even just like. By original concept, that's like the that is how it is in the books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, the show just made it in the show. It's a chair in the show. It's like in the show. It's fake almost, and like they allude to that of like there's not a thousand swords or whatever. Right. There, there aren't even two hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it seems like in the book that thing is maybe was actually made in Dragon's Fire. Yeah, I really like that picture. And if uh, whoever's listening it doesn't know what we're talking about, it's totally worth uh, googling that picture because it's great. Mm. Uh, I've I've read that. One of the main reasons why that they didn't do that it was just for for um, uh, cinematic purposes. Yeah. Like you can't have to shoot someone yeah. up there and someone on the ground at yeah. the same time. Yeah, you can't you can't do that. And yes. I I like I I liked the TV show. Like no, the Legend of the Throne is bigger than the throne itself. The throne is just a like a prop almost in that mm. world. I I really liked that scene that, they had about it. Yeah. Mm. Should we start talking about this episode? Let's do it. I don't really want to. Uh, yeah, so this is, uh, just going into this, uh, I think it's maybe worth saying, probably, <clears throat> I think we're kind of all in agreement, the weakest episode of maybe the entire show mm. ever I'd, I'd so far? So. I'd, rank it, I'd rank it really low. Yeah, yeah I'd have to go back and see some of those, maybe season seven. Six, it was seven the last yeah. one? Are we in eight? Yeah, yeah, we're in eight. Some of the season seven episodes again, because I remember a couple of those left me more of a, like, Nothing ha- like at least something happened at the end of this episode to kind of yeah. be like I remember some of the ones in episode eight where I was, or seven I was like oh that was just a bunch of travel in this one yeah, I nothing guess really you, some, was just fucking some things did go down uh so so kind of least favorite episode certainly of the season yep. um all that said we're not just gonna shit on it for two hours or whatever uh I still kind of really having a good time yeah even, even when Game of Thrones is bad like Star Wars even when yep. Game of Thrones is bad I'm kind of still having fun yep me too. Uh, so we will still do our scene by scene critical breakdown. And I mean, Oliver's fully prepared to shit on it. Oliver seems like he's he's yeah. ready to. He's got that gray worm face. Yeah, <laughs> he's got the tears. Stank. He's, he's got, got the, the nose upturned. <laughs> he's got the tears. Tears of Lisa in the cup, and he's yeah. he's pretty much ready to give up on it. Yeah. So it starts off with almost directly after the the Night King, the 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 battle at Winterfell, the fight with Night King. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody's dead. I, I mean, I, this is probably considerable time after because they were able to set up these, c- gather all the dead, mm-hmm. right? The field looks kind of clean. Some time, yeah. And they all they're all arranging these funeral pyre, pyres, and it's just kind of a memorial yep. kind of thing. John uh, stands up to say some things. Uh, Danny, uh, she sends off Jorah with a kiss. We see all our fallen heroes. Sansa, Neon. yeah. Sansa's there with Theon and actually pins the, the direwolf on him, which I thought was a really cool mm-hmm. thing. And I was yep. one of the first scenes in this show, and I'm like, yes, this is going to be a good one. Yep. Oh, yep. Yeah. They still got Oliver. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we, 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 it was kind of nice that they showed Jorah and Theon and, and all our, you know, favorite lost heroes. And yeah, Beric uh, was there. At least we can take solace in the fact that they're not around to see how this show's going. <laughs> yeah. They got yeah, all they the going still good, yeah. yeah. Jorah Jora died <laughs> still thinking Danny was going to be okay. The actors can all God. attribute the yeah. uh, the qu- increased quality or decreased quality to their death. Um, John makes a speech. Uh, it's, it's basically... 
I, I found this one interesting because he says, like, these people gave up their lives for everybody on this continent, on, on Westeros. It's like an, uh, kind of a, a spin on the Night's Watch. Yeah. Oh, mm. In yeah. a lot of ways. And he calls them the Shields of men, shields of Guards. The, the men. realms yeah. of men. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I was really interested in was that, um, yeah, these, these people are going to be stuff of legend. Mm. Right? They, these are the people that fought off uh, the Night King. Uh, that stuck out to me because when the when the the clouds all or the, yeah the clouds clear the dust settles or whatever, it's only going to be really like a northern story though, right? Well, de- depending on how the whole season ends up, depending on how the, the state but, of the I mean, world as, ends. As up. As far as the Night King, because they only got so far as Winterfell, right? Yeah, so right? nobody else in the world. It's going to be it's it's like before. They're going to be this weird legend, and and half the world's not going to believe in them. Yeah, well, and it's going to be kind of like where does everyone settle? Everyone who was involved in that fight, where do they settle? Because maybe a bunch of those people settle in the south and spread the stories down there too. And yeah, but it, it's just going to be like yeah, I was there and I fought like the this legion of undead mm. and. And then it's gonna be like, oh, like Grey Worm, fucking, he made it. Yeah. And then like, yeah, he's telling these stories, but a few like maybe years later, it's just gonna be ah, old Grey Worm and his stories. Right. It's kind of cool that, like, in a fight with the undead, that there are few enough people to tell the tale that it could eventually just become like that. Never really happened. Yeah. As fucking final scene of the show is grandchild asking granddad to tell him another tale of the breaker of chains or yeah, whatever that's right um but yeah john goes on to say like yeah they'll they'll tell stories and it's on us to kind of keep reminding people mm-hmm. like hey this is what happened and these people died for them it's fuck there's no wall now like i know they don't need one yeah but it's just like as an organization the night's watch is just disbanded it's and gone people are probably like well now what the fuck do we do all those castles are i think the night's watch is like Gone. It's not like there are a bunch of Night Watch members just with no leadership. They're all gone. Yeah, all the Night's Watch is gone. Sure. Well, they're kind of like part of the Northmen now, yeah, right? Like yeah. John's command. Yeah, because there were barely any of them. And they're probably all with, fucking but... after that fight. Like they, like they're. Oh yeah, their oaths are over now. Yeah. And like, even if you go as far back as like when they went to Craster's Keep, like they lost a lot of the Night's Watch. Yeah. They have been dwindling forever. Mm-hmm. Even when uh, the Wildlings attacked, like it, it was said that they only had like what. A thousand? Yeah. That was, that was the lie John told. They really had like 50 men or something guarding something the castle, like that, yeah. and John was like, No, I thought thousand. they had a thousand. I thought Ten he was thousand. telling the truth, and they didn't believe him because that number seemed so low. It was a bold-faced lie. In the books, it is le- it is like about a thousand <laughs> that they I, have. I, I, maybe I should look the number up, because I know yeah. in the show, I, I thought the lie was a thousand. I know he oversells big time, and I thought it was a thousand. I don't think he does oversell. I think he says, we have a thousand, and the wildlings are like, you're fucking lying to us because they think that's such a ridiculously low number. Mm. And John's like, no, it's a thousand because he's trying to. I think he oversells how many of those castles are manned too. No, he says three. Oh, really? Yeah, I just watched this not too long ago. Huh. So unless it comes up again later, but. I'm I'm sort of interested to see how, yeah, that organization kind of like goes on yeah. here, 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 here forward. Because, yeah, uh, relations with the wildlings are at our. At our an all-time high. Yeah. Right, so they're not really defending from them anymore. There's a big hole in the wall. There's no Night King. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it'd be yeah what do you even What do you even have a wall for? Yeah. Where do you, where do you send the, the rapists and murderers? To death. You just apparently. kill them, I guess. Yeah. yeah. yeah leave them the they're the real now. victims here. <laughs> Nowhere else to go. <laughs> um. Then they light the funeral fires. 
That's fun. No <laughs> dragons, eh? Yeah. She loves burning people with dragon fire, but not now we have a chance to burn people. Yeah. Big open field. Be probably a pretty like who are the last people to be cremated by dragon fire? Great honor for the dead. <laughs> I don't know uh, about that. Uh, let's just light them with these. <laughs> listen, listen, do I? All right. If I when I pass away, if I have the choice of just going regular funeral pyre or by dragon, uh, please choose we dragon. Will, we, will note, we will note <laughs> that in your program. <laughs> <laughs> then they they're having like a quote unquote celebration feast, and at first it seemed like really solemn. And I kind of like that. Like they've gone through this shit. Like they've gone through this crazy thing. Nobody seems to be like that was fucking crazy you guys mm. like nobody seems to be having like any sort of like immediate ptsd about everything right like our lives the world could have ended quite the opposite they seem to have a very good time after this yeah, yeah. as soon as things start get, getting going like they they start really having fun it's a big like fuck fest mm. can't find it that's all right. It's, um, it's not important. Uh, it does say in there, though, that they learned the real numbers when uh, that guy warged over the castle. Yeah. That's when they learned how many defenders there actually were. And right. Eager was like, they have barely 50 men. Most of them are down at the bottom of the wall or whatever. They, uh, I can tell you the actual numbers, because I just read this when I got off the plane, were, um, I think, 500 at Castle Black, 300 at East Watch by the Sea, and less than that. The Shadow at, Tower. At the Shadow Tower. Uh, it was about that. But it was, was, it was close to a thousand when you added it all up, just under. Just as a side note, I like that we are all into this world enough that we can just casually know which castles at the wall yeah. were yeah. manned, like yeah. it was a real time and place. Yeah. Well, and it helps with, like, just how, like, I've refreshed myself very recently on a yeah. lot of this stuff. So, I, I, while I was watching this uh, celebration feast, I was like, that, that kind of bothered me, how they were... How it was like it was solemn, mm. but also then yeah, then it just kind of turned into this like like you got the the Lannister brothers and Brienne and Pod kind of playing drinking games. Gendry wants to bang Arya one more time, and yep. then when he's looking for her, like everybody's sort of celebrating, and that it, it sort of makes sense. You're at this like life ending event, and you make it through to the other side, and yes, that's exactly what you want to do afterwards. Yeah, they all think they just, like, achieve their destiny. They're like, that. This is everything in our lives is leading up to this battle against the dead. We did it. Light has won. Yeah. For- I bet you there's a little part of them that feels the same way we felt about the, like, even the stakes about going up against Cersei now where they're like, whatever, even if we die, at least it's not to a bunch of fucking zombies. Yeah. Just yeah. Y'all get fucked. She's yeah. just a woman. We'll That's be fine. It's easy. She's not an undead, dragon-slaying, zombie-raising monster. Yeah, that's not scary. We're going to fight them during the day. <laughs> <laughs> did, uh, did, sorry, did we, uh, I was trying to look that thing up. Did, uh, there's a part in here where Danny uh, toasts Arya, the mm. hero of Winterfell. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, which I think might be... If this season goes the way I think it might, that, that I think that scene in particular might be uh, might might, have, might be called back, maybe in the in the final episode. Mm. How so? I think Arya's probably going to kill Danny, and again, this is a little bit of like for oh, foreknowledge that we have uh, that I won't talk too much about. But mm-hmm. like, it, it's a lot of people have thought that for a while, and yeah. to specifically call her out as like the hero of Winterfell to Arya Stark. To me, it'd be it, very poetic to the, have her. So she she does she toasts to Arya, and she also legitimizes uh, Gendry. Yes, right, yeah. and 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 that's that to me was me her saying like, "Hey, I'm cool, you guys." Like, 
I'm so also turned, cool. Turned her chair backwards and like this yeah. cool yeah. preacher sitting over the back. <laughs> yep. Uh, there's a little double edgedness to that legitimizing Gendry though too where she first brings up like oh you're the son of Robert Baratheon mm. did you know that he killed my family did you know that he is a real dick yeah uh, he had a good answer and, and yeah <laughs> he's, and he's like, like I did I not didn't even, even know, know he was my dad until uh, after he's he was like, well now you're the only Baratheon <laughs> like oh thank good? you <laughs> you just told me how much you hate them so a uh, little fun fact about the him getting legitimized is that uh the history of Storm's End, the first Baratheon uh, at Storm's End was a legitimized bastard uh, oh. who fought with Aegon the Conqueror, and they blew that line out of the water who was there before. It was like the Darians or someone we don't know from yeah. the show. Yeah. Uh, and his bastard childhood friend, uh, Baratheon, He's just like this is your this is your castle now. Mm, fucking fucking yeah. take it. So there's kind of some full circleness That's of cool. uh, a bastard inheriting River Run after the or uh, Storm's End after the war. That's super cool. Um, we, that just literally zero of that is presented to you in the show. No, no. literally zero. And I yeah. think stemming from that, he actually marries into or marries a Targaryen woman too. So there's actually Targaryen blood. I think he marries the no, because I think he has Targaryen blood. He is a Targaryen bastard. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. And he marries a woman from the Baratheon line and takes their sigil. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, even going down to Robert Baratheon and Gendry Baratheon now yeah. is that they do actually have Targaryen Some, blood in yeah. them. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, it smells like fucking hickory down here. Does anyone smell that? Like a fucking smoked no, you're, meat? You're having a... I feel like, like maybe that's just Austin something. still like, on me, but... <laughs> Maybe the coffee. It's like I've gotten like three big whiffs of it, and I was not prepared to Hickory? ignore the third. Yeah, that's, like a, that's my cologne. Yeah, like a <laughs> like a like a smoke uh, like a like a smoker. That's foreshadowing for next episode. That's true. <gasps> yeah. Every time I talk about you Targaryens, can't. every time I smell about Targaryens, I smell burning. <laughs> Is uh, uh, going back to the whole Gendry, legitimizing Gendry Baratheon. Um, it's cool because yeah, like this is the type of shit that happens. Like there's nobody sort of manning that fortress or that 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 castle. So mm. like people who fought in these battles get like brought up. To, and I love to, to that level. And I love that just no one knew. Like, does anyone know the family line enough to know who the fuck is in charge of Storm's End right now? No. Yeah, she no. just does a quick survey of the room. Of oh, the north. Yes, I like, <laughs> like, I like that there's someone in Storm's End, yeah. a lord, like, ruling over. He's like, yeah. I'm here. What? Oh. Yeah. Should we send a raven? Yeah, just or? a quick, like, does anyone know who is Storm's End? Nobody? Okay, great. Uh, yeah. It's yours. It's yours now. <laughs> like, yeah, just imagine, like, Gendry walking up into there, and then there's, like, this whole, like, court there. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, hey, what's up? Like, and they're like, well, we were. I was way the fuck now. up north, and we asked around, and they didn't know any of you guys yeah. were doing this. So it's like, well, this is mine now. Yeah. Uh, it's again going back to that. Like, yeah, that that's the type of shit that happens. Like, if we had fought, if we we fought a war with like some some dude of like influence, mm -hmm. Brando, you're in charge of Highgarden. Yeah, he's uh, Castle Rock because that's empty now, and yeah. Oliver. I don't know the the bridge between the things. You can have Dragonstone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the bridge between the things. The the, the fray bridge. Yeah. The twins. The twins. There we yeah. go. Yeah, because nobody's there. No. Uh, Those guys are just a pile of. Well, someone must have been the last person eating people. I don't know how that actually Arya, played out. But Arya <laughs> shut the lights off as yeah. she yeah. went out. Uh, I made an, uh, I made a point of. Um, 
There's a scene after he she legitimizes Gendry and everybody's sort of celebrating. But Sam Tarley's there and she's he's sort of like looking back at her. Mm. Like, yeah, how about how about what's his castle name? Hornhill? Hornhill. Hornhill. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe about, he Hornhill. doesn't need to be He's like, going with Gilly, like Like isn't he just the inherent heir to it if he's not a member of the Night's Watch anymore? Uh yeah. Like, I don't even think that would be disputed. In a way that you well, need your so. queen to... Yeah, I guess so, it's, but it's I mean... the whole night watch thing. Yeah, that's an oath. Yeah, but they're fucking now. And, like, and the also, oath is done. Yeah, and, and well, <laughs> the the, the so. night king is defeated, yeah. so the I think the I oath kind of is maybe done. Yeah, they've guarded so, their, their, the shield. They and, now, and they even said, and now our watch has ended, mm. you know? It's all Sam it's all money. Hornhill. It's all money right now. We gotta we gotta establish. I'm sure they're going? going to clear it all up by the end of the show. <laughs> where I guess we'll get to it when when that scene when they leave. Never mind. Yeah. Never oh mind. yeah, but like, yeah. Where is a, is he just going to Hornhill? Where are they going? That's a good point. Like, mm. well, we got to talk about that. Um, I have written on here, uh, and we've kind of already passed it. This this would have been in the scene where they're kind of going through all like they're, they're going through the dead. Uh, it just says, "Great thing they brought Ghost back." As they're like, nope. it's all the different <laughs> shots of the dead, and then you see ghosts just missing an ear. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, there's our our like ghost time. We have to get every episode. Fuck, I didn't even notice he was missing an ear. He's missing an ear. Yeah. He's uh. battle battle worn. Uh. Yeah, that's another thing. Like they had said that ghost is quote has a big part to play yeah. in mm. the series. Still, you wait. You just wait. You what? just wait until Littlefinger it's comes coming, riding buddy. in on fucking yeah. ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they brought me down here. Goddamn Maria. <laughs> Um, and then it goes to a scene where Davos and Tyrion are talking, and Davos is really regretting not killing Mel- Melisandre. Mm. Um, kind of. It's not. It's not that he's regretting not killing her. He just he says like I was going to execute her, but she did it herself. Like, it's not. Like, there's no like malice. It's not like Davos is suddenly like I should have killed her when I had the chance, tasted her blood type of. Mm. He's just kind of like it's something that I wanted. On it's it. something that I wanted Davos to do because like all the dirty that she's done to him like from from le- leading Stannis astray to burning Stannis's child all, all had to happen to defeat the dead maybe <laughs> maybe maybe yeah i mean he's, he's a good a dude he's he's like one of the better dudes in this in this whole continent yep just give him you something you think one one last good act out of melisandre would have been to let davos kill her and not not take the necklace off i don't know let davos put a sword through or something maybe I bet that wouldn't even kill her. I bet she's the fucking magical <laughs> super god. Her, her head was just be laying she, on the ground, being like, "You have to take the necklace yeah. off. She would, <laughs> We're she gonna be here all her, day." She would sell. Fun. She would fake it for yeah. the audience, and then <laughs> well, as, as soon as everybody walks away, she'd pull the necklace off. Yeah. <laughs> the body just walks over yeah. to the head and then snaps it. <laughs> Uh, weird, a weird exchange between Tyrion and Bran, where Tyrion's like, "Hey, nice chair." And the brand says, "Like, yeah, this it's was a copy of the one someone built a hundred and twenty years ago, something like that." Right here, I wrote something like, "Thanks, it's the seventy-eight Corvette of wheelchairs." <laughs> no, <laughs> and then that's that. Like, Brand, oh, yeah, it kind of is. It must be nice to like be like, "Yeah, I went through fucking all of time and found the best one they ever made, and that's this one now." It's got some really great features. The handbrakes are mm. cool. Yeah. If I push this button, the fucking uh, rims will spin. That, <laughs> that's, that scene where Tyrion uh, walks over to Bran from a few episodes ago and is like, tell me your story. They, they were just actually rapping about that chair the whole time. Yeah. 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 I was thinking about putting rockets on the back. This is all to say, like, Bran, after the whole Night King thing, Bran is kind of useless. Yeah. And Tyr- Tyrion, it's, it's... Uh, he, he is like, he's almost an invalid now, it seems like, where... Tyrion is like, oh, you're the rightful lord of Winterfell, and he's like, I'm not the lord of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I don't even know what the line is, but basically Bran says, like, 
he spends most of his time living in the past, whether he seems like he wants to or not. He's mm. kind of he's a three like he's he's like the old man that we found in that tree yeah. now, where it's like I just fucking sit there and and kind of fucking look at the past and even more purposeless because I assume the whole line of three eyed ravens was a protection against the night king, and now it's probably just like I just fucking go see what happened, see if I can. Find better wheelchairs. Very like like brief upgrades. I've kind of like fashion was really different back then. I'm thinking about bringing that back. <laughs> very very different. The haircuts were crazy. Very yeah. different. Uh, or like just very brief periods of lucidity in a way that like he, for the first time, Bran kind of feels like the cripple he kind of became yeah. when he fell out that tower. Just kind of an interesting arc i will say to this the thing that i will say to everything we discuss from here on out unless he does something crazy in the last episode <laughs> he's gonna come riding on ghosts yeah uh it, it, it just sort of lends to the whole like the bad writing and the rushed writing of these last few like they're mm. they built up bran as this thing and then kind of just closed his story essentially with the with the with the uh the battle at winterfell episode Mm-hmm. At least that's what it seems like. At so least that's far. what it seems like. Um, Granted, the man can control. We know he can warg things. Yep. We don't know if he can warg a dragon. Right. Still, there's still potential for Bran to be involved somehow. We know he can sort of warg people too, from when he was doing the Hodor thing. Yep. So maybe Bran has some. some you remember things like people were speculating that he was the guy who made the Mad King go mad, and yeah, because yeah. he, because he, like, fuck, I wish they would have explored that more. All when they were those in that buried secrets and, that we might never get an answer mm, to, we yeah. will certainly never get an answer to in the show. Yeah, <laughs> and that flashback, and Ned kind of hears them, and yeah. the Hodor thing, man. Yeah, there's there's a lot of potential there for cool like Bran stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's at this Brand point. spinoff. <laughs> it's at this point where everyone starts celebrating drinking and praising the heroes and playing drinking games. Um, Tormund where- wants to drink the whole thing in one, the whole horn in one go. Yeah. And John says, Vomitic's not celebrating. And Tormund, totally dead face of the camera, says, Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so everybody's... A good lesson for all children. <laughs> yes. the, the party's getting started. Like, the drinks are, the, the drinks are flowing, and everybody's, again, like... We didn't just face this world. We just didn't. We just didn't save the fucking world just yesterday, like where we could have all died. But yes, mm. like we did save the world, and now let's celebrate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's play some flip cup. And we're all we're all kind of <laughs> hungover from that drinking we did before the battle. So hair right. the dog, folks. <laughs> um, they sort of hammer home how uh, nobody really cares for Danny, like. Right. They're seeing John celebrate with with Tormund and everything, mm. and um, uh, the Lannister boys are, are, are drinking, yep. and even like Gendry or whoever, they're all just like all having fun. But nobody's nobody's there. Nobody's praising Danny, no. and and Tormund is specifically praising John for doing uh, the same things that Danny, yeah, did. <laughs> for for quote who climbs on the back of a fucking dragon, yeah. And there's Danny just like looking at the conversation yeah. and being like, I climbed on the back of a dragon, like. Four fucking seasons ago. Yeah. Ben has climbing on the backs of dragons. I've been burning cities since before you fucking got past the wall. And everyone is just like, they're like, a king climbs on the dragon. Yeah. And, and like, I thought that scene was really well done, yeah, actually. Me too. Because there's an inherent sexism that comes with this show because it comes with that world. 100%. Where it's very much like, you look at it through our lens and you're like, oh, fuck, Danny would be Yes, yeah. right now, like, like and like, y- y- you, the audience, almost want to be like, well, 
She, what about a queen? She was doing this yeah, a long she time. Yeah, she did a long time. She she, fucking she's done some shit. Freed Slavers Bay. Breaker of motherfucking chains. So the reaction she has sort of um, starts to bring to light that whole um, Danny realizing, like, oh, she's really not as loved as she was over on the other side. Mm. Right? People aren't praising her, her actions and stuff. And that everybody loves John. And so that's kind of bringing to light this this, this heel turn, which might may or may not happen right but that's a wrestling term that means turning into a bad guy there you go going from a good guy to a bad guy mm-hmm. um or bad woman in this case uh and the coffee cup really doesn't help her ah whatever I, her, didn't, uh, I didn't notice the coffee cup you know, it was brought up after, and there's actually i saw a great video of like uh i forget what it is. it's titled something like the coffee cup's not a big deal and it has all these other like just little mistakes that you would never realize stuff that like the equivalent of like the stormtrooper walking into that right that low-hanging thing of like oh, they yeah. fuck up lots all tv shows fuck up lots yeah. that was just a funny one because it was it, such a like it, like a major brand like yeah and it happened to be in like kind of one of the less well-received episodes right. yeah. it was kind of a perfect storm but yeah. that's yeah that's the thing too like not, uh, to my knowledge, none of that has happened in this ge- in, in this show, and which is sort of I've always regarded as like very tight, very like uh, well edited and very well thought out. Oh, it's in there. And then it comes, and then these last two seasons sort of start chugging along, and they're not that good, and they're kind of rushing things. And then you can and all see the mistakes. A, yeah, yeah, there's a goddamn coffee cup Especially right on the like table. Production specifically, like that the whole battle episode was real fucked, and yeah, yeah, it's just a lot of issues. Perfect mm. storm. Yeah. I I thought the cup. I laughed at the cup. I laughed at. I laughed too. Mm. I and, like to imagine the Daenerys when they're filling out her cup has to use the entire fucking cup for Daenerys Stormborn <laughs> yeah. Breaker of Chains. Otherwise, she gets upset. Sandals. Yada 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 yada. Varys sees that uh, Danny's not having fun, and you can just tell by by, by the way that guy acts. Uh, what's his face? Something. He has a really cool name. Phoenix. The I don't know. I don't know. You could look who, it up. Who is this guy? The actor plays Varys. Oh, his, right. his 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 real name is a really cool name. On it. Um, but you Dope can tell McSwain. <laughs> just by uh, him sort of just observing Conlith, Danny Conleth Hill. Yeah, that's pretty good. That yeah, a, I was a, close. It is a cool name. <laughs> um, that he's like concerned. Yes. Whether he's concerned for, like, it, it just shows that he's concerned for her. Right. And we sort of find out through the rest of the episode, like, where his real concern lies. It's concerned for the realm, like he's and, always been. Yeah, and, and that was the thing with Varys, is it was always, he always came out and flat out said, I want the best king for the realm, and almost had no agenda. He had no personal agenda except for making sure the best person for the people was on the Iron Throne, but you never really believed him yeah. entirely because he was the spider. Yeah. And then um, through this episode, at least, you continue to believe him. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Varys always has a plan, right? Yep. He's just like Peter Baelish. Surely Varys will think his way out of these situations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's cool because... Even though he is, like, flip-floppy, and uh, I think Tyrion even mentions to him, like, how many kings have you actually served? And it's, like... Six, seven? Yeah, a I lot. I can't remember mm. at this point. Uh, but he always maintains, like, uh, yeah, I have gone through six or seven, but it was always for the good of the realm. Yeah. And he's always trying to better the realm. Which is neat, because, I mean, that's respectable. hmm Right? I mean, he see he... For a while, he... For a while, he supported Danny. Like from the very beginning, he supported Danny. Mm, What's up? No, he he sent the assassin to kill. He was very much in. 
But they no, were no, no. For a yeah. he, was, he was always with Daenerys from the beginning of the show. Yeah, there he's was not the one who sent the uh, the dagger. I don't think uh, he no. He sent the he sent the assassin to poison the wine. Lord Varys I think, did. I think in the very first Robert episode, Robert ordered it, and Ned, he kind of facilitated it. Yeah, and Ned is like, "We're not going to kill a girl. She's she's the child. We're not going to mm. kill her." And Robert was like, "Don't fucking do it, Ned. You're my hand." I don't uh, know because Varys, Varys made it happen. Varys was always very in line with that. And Jorah was that like, other guy, that other big guy from the other side, Illyrio. Illyrio, yeah. and the plot was there, to get Daenerys on the throne. There was a scene there where they're actually in King's Landing in one of the basement levels, yeah. where Varys is talking with that same guy about bringing her to Westeros. Unless, yeah. unless Varys was like just playing possum in that first season about the assassination, because I know they have that scene after mm-hmm. the fact. Um, I sort of thought he, I sort of thought that was him, like Varys, basically. Being like, maybe she would be better than Robert. Yeah, no, I was always under the understanding that he was always pro Danny from the from the start. I and think the so. Whole, I think so too. The whole thing was about trying to get the Starks and the uh Brandians. uh no the Lannisters oh. uh to uh, like that they were about to fight and, oh, and that was yes. the time like, to to bring in Daenerys. Yeah, so yeah. one of one of Varys's little birds delivers the pardon to Jorah right before that wine gets poisoned. Mm. So basically, the poison wine shows up. Jorah gets the pardon, and the kid is like the spider sends his regards or something, and it's that royal. But don't forget thing. that Jorah like stopped the wine. From, yeah. So the yeah. pardon could so have been the pardon could have been. Maybe hey, stop that, the assassination. Could have totally said, "Hey, that one is poisoned." I guess yeah. we don't really know what his true motivations are. Kind of at the beginning of right. I'm pretty sure that she was he, that he was Camp Danny from the very beginning. He there are he's, things. He's a great double agent then. Yeah, I, I know they do have that scene where they talk in the basement, but he he totally facilitates and then maybe stops. Now that we're kind of thinking right. other levels, yeah, which I really like. Yeah. That's when Varys is his best when he's mysterious yeah, and you don't sure. know what yeah. the fuck he's about and. Maybe he's a merman. <laughs> yeah. Or something. I mean, he got, he made it to shore. Yeah. Maybe he saved everybody and Sa- just said, <laughs> make his covers. Like, <laughs> and that's, oh, that's, oh, that's how they knew, that's how they knew Masande was still alive because he saw her. Oh, it all yeah. fits in. Um, yeah, for sure. Varys is one of the more interesting characters, especially when he's doing his, 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 uh. Moving his chess pieces. Yeah. And there's yeah. a couple scenes in here and I make note of it where they're doing the back room. Like conversations, which I really like, which is like classic, classic uh, Game of Thrones stuff. Mm. Because if you remember from the earlier episodes, he has some conversations with Littlefinger, which aren't inclu- included in the books. These were kind of adapted for the show, mm. which are incredible. Yeah. Right in front of the throne, too, yeah. just like the ones we see here. Yeah. Yeah, in the book, it's very much, uh, it comes across like they are on the same side early, very often. Littlefinger and... And Varys, oh, yeah. wow. Because in the show, they are very much, it feels like, direct yeah. rivals. And I think another. maybe they get there in the books, too. Uh, I can't really remember. But I was just reading the first book on the way back from, and it was very much like uh, when Catelyn got to King's Landing uh, ahead of Eddard to kind of explore the dagger mystery. Hmm. Uh, Varys was the one who found her uh, hmm. and then immediately went to Littlefinger. Who, like, like, Varys discovered that she was there, and then Littlefinger, he told Littlefinger, and Littlefinger... Went and scooped her up, showed her to Eddard. Um, and yeah. having just watched the show, that little exchange was just like, that seems like something that Varys would not tell Littlefinger about. Yeah, like, that seems like very good leverage. information. Yeah. So uh, the next scene is Tyrion's drinking game, which he's he's uh, kind of famously played throughout, yep. the, throughout the series. But they're playing with now 
uh, Jamie Lannister, Brienne, and Pod, mm-hmm. and just having like. For me, having Jamie and and Tyrion kind of hanging out like as brothers is like a, a great kind of feeling. Yeah, like that seems cool. And then yeah. you have to combine that with like the first time that we've ever seen Brienne get drunk, and Pod always just being there to get drunk with Tyrion. Yeah. And it was like this is a great foursome. I drink with these four. Yeah, yeah it's a fun uh, thing. Uh, unfortunately, it takes kind of a turn when Tyrion does the deep cut. I got I got a lot of issues with this scene. Hit me. Oh, okay. Uh, Good. Well, really, I guess kind of just one issue, but like, like you say, it takes a turn when they're all they're doing their drinking game, and it's like I think you say a statement, and then if it's true, you drink or something. Yeah. So Matt, you would say a statement to me, and whether it's true Had or to be not, about your past. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oliver, you've done heroin at least twice. He just drank. He ju- he's drinking. <laughs> there it goes. He actually drank five times. So now we know. <laughs> now we know that Oliver has. Yeah. So it's kind of a way to just like. Get personal information yeah. out of somebody, but in like kind it's, of fun, drinky way. Never have I ever yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Never have I ever. Right. Um, and so the 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 thing that comes up is Brienne. I think it's Brienne Tyrion. Yep. Says you've been married before. For sense. And everyone. So this the scene. It's like the mood of the scene right now is everyone. The music is up, and everyone is drinking and mm. smiling, and it's weird to see Brienne smile. Um, and that that thing comes up. You've been married before, and they're all like just this grin and laughing like. I think Tyrion and Jamie literally like share a glance and go like, (laughs) and they drink. Uh, The incident they're referring to is like the crux of why Tyrion killed Tywin. Mm -hmm. If you remember, Jamie got a whore and paid the whore to basically lie to Tyrion, and Tyrion and her got married. The whole idea of it was, uh, I think Tyrion was 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 starting to get of age, but he hasn't really had sex before, so. Um, they staged it so that uh, it looked like this was, this yeah. girl came out of the bushes after being raped or whatever, and then Jamie went to go do Jamie's thing, and then Tyrion sort of cared for this girl, right, and right, then this yeah. girl was like, okay, yeah, let's, yeah, you know what, you're my hero, let's, let's bang. Let's they got, bang. And they got married. Yeah, did yeah. they? They yeah, actually they got, married. got yeah. married, yeah. Secretly, I think. And then uh, it, it kind of, the whole thing came to light, and Jamie and all the, like, whoever, the important Lannister Commanders mm. all took turns. Jamie didn't. I don't think it's, Jamie it's, was one it, of them. It's no. mentioned that Jamie has only had sex with Cersei. Okay, but yeah. it, it it does come to light that that uh, Tywin was the one that sort of orchestrated this and then allowed and then paid her for every one of the Lannister army men that she banged. Yeah. yeah. So it was it was a fucking shattering, world yeah, shattering yeah. thing. Yeah. That like for the first half of the show, it, it, it tore Tyrion up. It made him kill his father. It made him kill Shay. It. Well, I think it was very much the second time it happened that made him kill his father. Y- yes, mm-hmm. but like it it that still that that first yeah, initial thing is that. like yeah. the crux of all of Tyrion's character, and they literally are just like. Remember that time? Uh, great time. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think it was as like happy. Like he kind of gives him like a uh, for for saying drink because it's not like Jamie asked the question. You're right. It was someone else who asked the question. Then Jamie's like drink, and they should have. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, they, just like the first time it came up because yeah. they've, they've had this game before and this question has come up. He, yeah, they should have done maybe like an I don't really too far. You guys, come yeah. on, y'all know. Well, maybe Brand didn't know, but y'all know yeah. like too far. Which no, I've never killed my father. Like, come on, come on. But boys. then he does come back at her with. The fucking you've never had hitter. sex with yeah. any. You've never slept with a man yeah. or a woman. Yeah, and yeah, th- that's apparently a deep cut to Brienne, and she gets upset with the game. Don't ditch it if you can't take it. Stands that's up. True. Says yeah. she has to be. 
Uh, yeah. This is like, sorry, I, I just... Take up just for a sidebar, anytime... Have you guys done played the last season of Walking Dead? The Telltale yes. game? Yeah. There's a part in there where they're doing the same thing of like, let's say the worst shit about ourselves. Anytime in any fiction anybody plays this game, it always ends with just shattered feelings. It's not just fiction. Just fucking shattered. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and real, real life. life. And real life, yes. We should, yeah. we should stop playing this game forever, because... Yeah. Fuck that. I mean, it can go one of two ways, right? Like... The other people usually have fun until someone storms off. Yeah, usually, like, (laughs) it leads to, like... You know, getting really personal with people. Yeah. Like, on the next morning, being like, you're all right. Yeah. And then sometimes it just doesn't. Yeah. Sometimes someone asks you if you've ever been married. Every time a Targaryen is born, a coin is flipped. It's kind of the same thing. So they say. Uh, Tormund comes at, at this moment and is like... I don't know if he senses her discomfort or whatever, but he's there to try to, like, you know, right in scoop in. Right in front of her. And then Jamie just totally walks him. Yeah. I would like to say, just going back real quick to the drinking game thing with the with Tyrion's marriage, mm. is the fact that he has this dark secret, and he's the one who always wants to instigate this <laughs> game. Always makes playing me that think, game. Makes me think maybe he doesn't care so much about <laughs> yeah. it anymore. He's one of those people that just, he has to talk about it, but knows he can't bring it up. So, right. Let's play the drinking game again. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, i got lots to get off my head. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually a good thought. Ask yeah. me about my wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just if it comes up. Like, you don't have to ask it first, but... Yeah, just, yeah, make, you sure, know, just make sure you hit it. I got interesting good, talking good, to Good explore. story there. Good yeah. story. Bring some <laughs> tissues. <laughs> um, Tarman then goes to confide in the Hound, which is just a, a, an excellent scene mm. where the Hound doesn't want to... He's not having fun here. Yeah. yeah. Tormund... Tor, like, Tormund has been the comic relief for a lot of the show. He used to be respectable, though, you know? He used to, like... He wasn't a joke. He was in on the joke. Now yeah. I, I feel like they are making Torment. Torment is we're laughing the at joke. him. We're laughing at Torment. Yeah, right. I think so. But and I that, mean, that's sort of they're what? doing him the dirtiest of all. I don't know. I think he is cross his fan base. I think has exploded cross. since his character <laughs> yeah, changed. Cross, he, cross out that take ghost off your like worst offended character. It's Torment. Yeah. Torment is the <laughs> the one who got done the worst. Well, we see later this episode where he gets a good like kind of send off. I suppose it's not a good send off, but I, I mean suppose. he's he's not. We know Tormund could have, if Tormund wanted women that aren't Brienne, Tormund could have women that aren't Brienne. He wants the big lady. Mm-hmm. And true. as it shows, like, I guess, like, these camp wenches, or these war wenches or whatever, who are just like, yeah, yeah, she, this girl wants, this pretty northern girl wants to bang Tormund. And he goes, Sansa. Like how much could Sansa he have really, over. how much could he have really cared about Brienne when he was just like, yeah, you will do just fine. Yeah, exactly. I think he, fuck the big woman. <laughs> I think he cut his losses because we're we're sort of we're sort of jumping around. Yeah, a bit, I guess we're ahead of. Yeah, because yeah. who's who's somebody's talking to him and he just like walks away or something or no, uh, Pod and him like share a glance. Yeah, mm. and Pod like smiles up at him and it's just torment for like five seconds, like <laughs> just deadpan looking at him, realizing that he lost Brienne. Yeah, this all all of this and all these like. Uh, our explanations and us defending these actions or whatever is all just us giving the show too much credit. Yep. And also the show having just shitty writing. In we're this, fucking. In we're writing. We're writing in the gaps. Yeah. 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 We're so, writing. Sure. So those those like wenches, those those northern girls or whatever, um, they don't really directly show Sansa sending them over, but I think she does. I think she sends them over specifically in a very Peter Baelish like way almost. Mm. Oh, to like just hey, yeah, these two look like they need some help yeah. in that area, and, so just go. And because she's watching the hound and and when the hound like sends that that girl away, he's like, "Well, she could have made you happy," mm-hmm. which is something 
for a while, which is word for word a line that that Baelish yeah, taught that's her. That's a good call. Yep. I didn't even think of that. And mm-hmm. She's doing she's doing the kind of the it was the whore master. I don't know what his that's what they call. I don't know what master. his title was, but I believe it's pimp. You know, spy spy master and the whore master. She's doing her whore master thing. She's she's pimping. Uh, yeah, and so it, it, there's then there's this really nice scene between the Hound and Sansa where um, the Hound says, uh, none of this would have happened. He talks about how, uh, what did he say? He, you, you got broken in. I heard you got broken in pretty hard. Yeah. Rough. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then he goes on to say, like, none of this would have happened if you had come with me. And this is calling back to the Battle of the Blackwater. Yeah. Where he sort of bugs out because uh, fire. Fuck fire, yeah. And then he breaks into her room and is like, hey, let's go. Yeah, we'll get you out of here. Yeah. Which, I mean, it, does, it doesn't really show it at that point, but it's sort of one of his, like, first times where he sort of shows that he's uh, not exactly a gallant knight, but he's actually kind of a gallant knight. Yeah. Right. Even, like, going all the way back to season one, like, he he tells Sansa, like, just do what Joffrey says. Save yourself some yeah. pain, girl. Like, he's got he's got that little nugget of gold somewhere under that yeah. crusty exterior. And and if not for everybody, at least for, like, the Stark girls. Yeah. Right? He shows it a lot, uh, which is great. Like, that, Sandor Clegane, Clegane is, like, kind of a really good character. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yep. He is having a good arc. Yeah. Yep. Um... I, I kind of want to talk about it some more. Like none of none of this would have happened if you would have come with me. And uh, the other thing that she says is when she's kind of explaining, uh, "Oh, I did him dirty. I did him dirty back." And he's like, "Oh, how did how did it go?" And he, she was like, "Hounds." Yeah, that which was, good. was like made him scoff in a way yes. that the man does not scoff for laughter very often. Yeah. She said, "Hounds to the hound." Yes. Yeah. And it, it's interesting also, like, it, for as uh, hard-ass as the Hound is, it's, like, Sansa and um, Arya that kind of the ones that, like, make him scoff or laugh or mm. ma- that, that allow him to sort of break that rough exterior, yeah. which is which is neat. It's a neat character thing. Mm. They've got a lot from each other. Like, those Stark girls kind of learned, part of how they learned to be, like, hard and cruel like they are now is, uh, Arya especially, is yeah. from Sander. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then there's a scene again, which follows uh, a little bit later, where they have another exchange. Uh, Sansa says, um, "If it wasn't for for me going through all that shit, I would still be the little bird mm-hmm. uh, from King's Landing." Which is very much, yeah, her character arc has been one of just getting fucked over, over and over again, mm-hmm. and seeing the worst shit, and now being a tough as nails leader. Yeah, I really like that. I really like that about Sansa. Mm-hmm. Um, Genji finally finds Arya and of all things fucking like proposes and I like this I hated this I like this you I don't like this I hated this Gendry what, okay you, 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 you tell me what you like, made first yeah. confident man just got his fucking in character fine maybe but yeah. like uh, just for for the purpose of the show and uh, and that whole thing I like I disliked this it was too hammy and it, like well, like it just hammy and it's like, it made a lot of sense to me man was just made a lord man just man just had sex for i don't know the, 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 fourth, the time. fourth time yeah uh and like has kind of been crushing on Arya the whole time and like the the realization of that relationship 
Not to mention, we just won the unwinnable battle against the day. It totally. Yeah, you gotta be fucking flying totally high confidence wise. Matthew E. This would probably is, do the this same is thing. This is the credit we're talking about that we give this show. Because I would, when I first watched this, I'm like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever the, fucking seen. The part that's stupid is because he walks in and like, and he walks past a target <laughs> and an arrow. He has to like jerk his head backwards because an arrow is like, swoop, and flies right past him. Yeah. Uh, the stupid part is like, how long was she either just holding that arrow waiting for Gendry to walk yeah. in that hallway or how many people did she do that to? Yeah. And there, she kept going and getting the one arrow. There was no arrows yeah. in the wall. Literally the just weekend. over and over um, setting it up. If I was Gendry, like Arya could have said no at that point and I would have just fucking turned to the next girl and been like, how about you? How about you you? want to be Lady of River Run? Lord of Storms and <laughs> ladies. Yeah. And I mean, you'd think that that's exactly what happens, which is kind of what makes it dumb. Hmm. Because yeah, like, like that that it. that scene sort of ends with her being like, uh, "That's not me," which I'm, she said before about yep. other things, yep. and then keeps firing her arrows. Quote: and "I'm not a lady." Genji's like, "Okay, yep." Well, I mean, they, I guess they. Sh- she didn't say no. They like they share a kiss. She essentially said she kind of no, said man. no. I, you gotta be re- able to read between the lines that's sometimes. A yeah. <laughs> they just have like you know they just side bitch. I don't, sure. Mistress, listen, lords and ladies, yep. we can make that work. You got your ship them is lady. what I'm saying. Gendry and Arya, big Gendry and Arya, stan shipper. I think I'd be a shipper at that yeah. point. Yeah, that's mm. a shipper. Uh, then it goes to Brienne's quarters, um, where Jamie sort of crashes her party and says, "Like, hey, let's keep drinking." Walks in drunk. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and I write here. <laughs> Uh, I figured Jamie would have more game than saying it's hot in here and removing clothes like he learned from Nelly. He seems he's fucking. He's been one woman. He has never been with any other woman. Point. He's probably just like, I was fucking three years old. Cersei already wanted to fuck me. I suppose <laughs> so. I suppose so. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing that, sure. Like. Yeah. And he but, seems drunk when he walks in. But the he's way like, that it's fucking, too fucking hot in here. You <laughs> can't get out, like can't. He's too drunk to get out of his shirt. And I always got one hand. You know that, that makes sense actually because like as the Kingslayer, as like the the, the Golden Knight. I imagine he just has pussy just thrown at him all the time, so oh, he yeah. doesn't have to try. Right, and also being yeah, a one woman man, he doesn't also he also doesn't have to pursue try. all the pussy being thrown at yep. him. Yep. So yes, I guess this is exactly how he would mm. how it would go down. This is the first time he's ever flirted yeah. in his life. <laughs> he does okay. Yeah, he did all right. It, I mean, the, the the one hand thing is is easy. It's like I gotta do my clothes. You gotta yeah. take my clothes off and take your clothes off. <laughs> and. <laughs> So yeah, then this finally is Brienne's kind of thing, and this is like the the culmination of these two's relationship mm. from the very beginning when Catelyn Stark orders Brienne to escort Jamie back to King's Landing so that where how does it go so that K- Jamie can rescue the the daughters? No. Uh, oh no! It's supposed to be like a trade, right? Right. Let's trade the king's uh, the Kingslayer for Sansa. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. right. And so, yeah. And like, I think they think Arya at the time, too. Oh, maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah for the for the two daughters. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, they, it culminates in this where they actually, they, they've they've loved each other for a long time, but this is like then then that kind of, uh, they, they have sex with each other, and it's kind of a payoff for this whole thing, because mm-hmm. that's what sex is, apparently. It, yeah. 
seems like a payoff until kind of the conclusion yep. of the scene. Because right now, you, me, the audience, and I'm like, yeah, fucking eight. Like, it feels like arcs are coming to, and it feels like characters have gone through things, have learned and changed and developed, mm-hmm. and we are closing everything off, yep. and everything's ending pretty well in some cases. Jamie's found another woman. Great, exactly. He's yeah. free of Cersei. He, he he's in the north. Mm-hmm. Like, he's Brienne. Yeah. Something nice happened for her. Great. Yep. Uh, more on that a little later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Put a pin then, in that for now. <laughs> then it goes to John's quarters, uh, where Danny is jealous about everybody's admiration of John. Yep. Mm-hmm. And she, she finally vocalizes it to John. Um, that, uh, then, like, but d- d- John is like, no, like, I don't want the throne. Like, you're my queen, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, but... For Danny, it's like no, because people know about your lineage, and people will eventually insist upon it. Yeah, right. and she, she, and then she insists that Don, John doesn't tell anybody about the truth. She's begging. She's like very manic in a way that she almost never is. Where she insists. Oh, insists. Uh, she <laughs> yeah is is like. She even says, I've never begged for anything in my life, and I'm begging you now. Like, it doesn't matter. Don't tell them. It doesn't matter. if You, you can bend the knee a hundred times. It doesn't matter. Yep. Don't tell them. And uh, Which, I mean, would be all good, but John also insists that he tells Sansa and Arya. That part and, to me is fucking stupid. Like, yeah. John, we've learned. You've learned from Ned's mistakes. Yeah. We're past this. We're past this. I think the but, very important thing for us to know about John in this show is he doesn't really learn anything. No. He is the picture, <laughs> no. he's the picture of naivety. Yes, he's a bumbling <laughs> fool and the crown is just repeatedly thrust on his head over <laughs> and over and he just like yeah, it goes on his head and bumbling John just <laughs> falls out of it somehow. Uh, he is a warrior and, and, a, and a leader of men but he is a stone cold idiot when it comes yes. to big picture strategy. It's true. <laughs> yeah, so he, he really... Lays it upon her, like, hey, I have to tell Sansa and Arya about this, because we're family. Yeah. But, I mean, like, just any sort of foresight, and any sort of, like, you see how Arya and... Sansa are acting towards Danny. Like and Danny, Danny even says, like, Sansa will use this to destroy me. Yeah. You know yeah. she will. Tells him anyways. Tells, uh, tells him anyways. Not yeah. this next scene, but and, that's, and that they sort of leave that. So Danny kind of lays down the ultimatum in that scene yeah, before they I, cut away. Of, I like that conversation. Where John is like, is, is there no, like, there has to be a way we can live together. And she's like, there is. You do exactly what I say. Yeah. I just told you how we do it. Yeah, mm. and I really like that. And I like that hard edge that she takes yeah. with him. Mm. And that's, again... Um, We're cursed with knowledge. Yep. But... Had they a little more time to explore... Did you guys lead, that right leading there. up to this sort of thing i guess not at the very beginning of the the season but like knowing what we knew about john and then that that being a detriment to danny's uh claim to her throne did you guys not sort of think that she would make that turn not until this last season oh really not yeah. really like i again and this is vintage game of thrones because in season 1 i i thought the show was all about ned stark and sir sean bean and then, like, oh, this is actually... It's all about Daenerys. Oh, okay, all right. And then it is very Game of Thrones, too, at the very end of all things. Like, flip the tables yeah. on you. Yeah. I uh, I don't know if I saw the... Uh, I don't... I think I saw the fight coming. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I, I saw that being the reason. Are, which I guess I should have, because that's two very good claims to yeah. the throne. And uh, l- but are, are you asking... And again, it's hard to talk around what we know. Are you asking, like... Uh, going back to like every time a Targaryen is born, the coin is tossed. Are you, are you no, asking like how wh- did we think the coin would come down? No, what I'm asking is like when um, 
I, uh, leading from the whole uh, John being the heir to the throne kind of thing. Mm. Season like, did you guys six, think, I think? Did you guys think that the, it would uh, come into direct conflict with Danny? And yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. At that point, I did. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I knew it would come up. I didn't think it would. I didn't think. I I didn't think she would turn heel in a million years. Yeah. I yeah. guess. Basically. I guess that's. And I still I, sort of, as of episode four, I still kind of don't think she's gonna she seems like a good person you know she saved all those slavers i don't think she's gonna just burn king's landing i think i have to admit that like i i I sort of saw that it was gonna be in direct conflict but i didn't think that she would go mad queen yeah i I don't Mm. there's and over it yeah there's like other than a couple i mean they hint at things right with like oh she burns prisoners and stuff but like that's just kind of her gimmick mm-hmm. you know ned had yeah. a big fucking sword that he used she uses <laughs> yeah. a dragon whatever yeah uh, same thing really in the end yeah and yeah. like she's been against it before like something would have to something drastic would have to happen i think to like i don't think danny is gonna stab john in the night you know what i mean something drastic would have to happen yeah. to actually bring these two to conflict I sort of like it because, um, again, yes, knowing what we know, um, people think that it's uh, that that it was rushed. But like, there's stuff like this. There's stuff like uh, her uh, sitting at the at the feast table, just seeing everybody mm-hmm. being loved, except for her. Like, it's it, it's not as abrupt of a change, but you can kind of see it boiling, yeah, simmering, as it were, yeah. We saw the like the opposition in ideals right from episode one of of this season, at least. Like we were already talking about, like, well, it seems like it could be heading to a big Stark versus Targaryen, mm. at least a Sansa versus Danny conflict. So yeah, I sort of figured diplomacy would win out over over war, at least on that that side of the faction, mm-hmm. but. There's a quick scene uh, where it's Jamie and Brienne post post coitus, uh, where Jamie has a look of regret on his face. And at first, when I, I think this is coitus number two, isn't it? Doesn't the whole day pass here? Because we were talking about it in there. I'm like, oh, yeah. Did they, no, do, it they do it again? No, no, no. This is after the first time. Oh, okay. okay. It's okay. just a brief scene. And at first, I didn't really like. It, he has a look of regret on his face. And Brienne laughs at him. And is like, well, that didn't take very long. <laughs> no. Sir Jamie, we had no idea. It's something that I kind of overlooked, but watching it again, this kind of really tells about his motivations for leaving mm. a little later. And there's, there's a whole just com- no other woman for him. Maybe there's a whole conversation uh, 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 about that a little later. Uh, then it goes to the War Council meeting where. The casualties are much less than we thought. Yep. Like, Grey Worm says only half the Unsullied remain. I mean, they they seem far more rattled than we were. We're like, oh, only half. That's not bad. (laughs) They're just like, we lost half of them. And yeah, they even mention how there's there's Darthraki left, which we thought were all wiped out. Mm. Uh, Tyrion. Still, Still two dragons. Yeah. Tyrion offering degrees of advice, like no... And even it's, it's, I don't like it's him. Tough for this he's guy. Just, Tyrion, Tyrion is really. Uh, they, Varys says uh, something about how the stakes are now distressingly even. Yeah, even. So they're not. It's not like they don't have the art. They're still going to attack King's Landing. Right. They still have the numbers. They still have the dragon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and like I actually thought until it was good that they showed that board because I was always assumed that they were well behind King's Landing. So did I. I thought when they brought the Golden Company in, it was like, oh God, there's like they're going to be so overwhelmed. And then in the, the Iron same Fleet, yeah. and there's one thing after the other. Whereas this was very much like, kind of taught me that, oh no, they were in, they were well in control, 
and then they shrunk. Yeah, and they were King's Landing like, grew had a big enough army to fight off the undead and still have as many troops as the Lannister army and the Golden Company and the Greyjoys. Yeah. Um, Sansa suggests rest and recuperation for her. Uh, for the, for everybody, like they just finished having this war yeah, and everybody's yesterday. rattled. Yep. Um. Which is, uh, a, I mean, logical. It's a two-week march as well to, uh, to to King's Landing for this army. Yes. Uh, but Danny is showing a lot of impatience. Like, she wants to get their... Childish impatience. Yeah. She wants to get their toot suite, and she wants to, like, wreck house. She yeah. wants to claim that throne. And her... She her, says she says something like, hey, we fought your war, now you guys are fighting mine. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Oh, when it comes time to uh, reciprocate, you, you want to postpone, I think is what she says. Yep. And, like... No. What? Are you five? No. Yeah. I want to wait a couple days and let our people heal and, like, come come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And John, being John, is like, uh, no, well, yeah, she did. Fair is fair. She's our queen. We have to go. Fair is fair. She fought our fight. No, we go fight hers. It's true. Yep. John. That was the deal. That was the deal. <laughs> then there's a really cool scene between John, Arya, and Sansa in the Godswood. And Bran. The raven formerly known as Bran. Didn't I not say Bran? I was reading No, it. he was... He was oh, yeah, okay. So you know he was there. Yeah, was okay, sensei. sorry. Maybe you did. John Arya Sansa and Bran in the know. Godswood. Um, All the Stark children. They, yeah. Uh, they pretty much say, hey, we don't trust your queen. Um, and then for some reason, John's secret comes out. It makes his sister not... To, why does it what is the do you remember the line it's something about we're like something like you're my brother you're my brother we're family not, but she even says she's even like she may she's speaking she's like not my half brother not my bastard brother my brother like yeah. she's already speaking metaphorically yeah. mm-hmm. john could have been like i totally am in the way she means but no nope. he's like <laughs> actually oh i've got something to tell you yeah it decides to tell him and but he makes some promise not to tell him like hey you guys got a promise swear to me Prom- say it and they both do say it yeah even sansa says yep. it and then gets brand to tell him anyways yeah uh <sighs> this is another Why? example of really bad do you think, writing do you think brand told them or do you th- like the conversation that must have happened like did brand like get out a beatbox and like Here's a storm. Like, just start laying it down about John that he's done this, or it's like, I, I don't know about this one. This one didn't bug me. No, no. I think it. I think this is very much a uh, your views on. Like, I feel like I could tell my family, "Hey, I got to tell you this. Don't tell anyone," and it would never get out. Okay, but yeah, and we know John is like. To me, this didn't feel like a fallibility of the writing, just a fallibility of the character, yeah. of John making a bad choice. Like, he seemed like the guy who was going to lean on his family, especially when his family came to him being like, hey, we're family, we're in this together. And if he didn't tell them, if he lied to them here, we'd all be like, oh, this is the first time John has ever told a lie. What if this doesn't make you completely flip the script? This writing is yeah. terrible. Like, Damned if you do, damned yeah. if you don't. I, this one didn't bug me all that much. It's just he doesn't have to tell anybody anything. Nope. Doesn't. Nope. He's just like... Okay, let's have this conversation. Yes, we have like we have we have promises to uphold. Yep. Right. Uh, she did fight our war. She helped us out big time. And he super doesn't want the throne. But and, by saying this, he is only getting himself further and further into the throne. Yeah. And like, let's go down to King's Landing. Let's help her out. But first, hey, I'm going to drop this little little bomb on you guys. Mm. Do, do don't tell anybody. Don't use it to your own ends. Obviously, mm-hmm. Miss uh, Redhead over there, who's dealt with fucking Peter Baelish and Sansa uh, Cersei 
Talking, mm-hmm. playing no. the Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. one of the best players right now. Like, please, please yeah. don't tell anybody. Well, maybe, know that she hates Danny. Maybe John's the best player. Oh, John wants the throne. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, this all ends with he just. It was me all along. Oh, Takes the mask off. John playing 4D chess. Yep. Uh, where was I? That would be the worst. <laughs> that would be the worst. <laughs> That's how this ends. Malicious evil John. Yeah. Speaking of weird and awkward and terrible writing, Jamie and Tyrion are just hanging out in an empty like hall. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, I hate this scene. This is, okay. Now, okay, oh, now there you go. Now you guys. Oh. There we go. Now. They're just hanging out, and they're they're bullshitting about stuff. Um, yep. Tyrion's kind of ribbing them about uh, finally banging Brienne, yep. and has some tall about jokes. climbing a mountain. Yep. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And then uh, guess who walks in? But none other than Bronn of the Blackwater. Literally just rolls in, just strolls in. They're in the heart of fucking Winterfell, where the queen herself is. Yep. All the forces of the North. Last time they saw Bran, a dragon was breathing. Uh, Bran, sorry, was breathing fire on him and, and Jamie, and Bran saved Jamie by throwing him into the water. Like everyone's fucked, and he's he just got walked in the front door. Yeah, we're loaded fucking crossbow. Yeah. Just walked in. Everyone's like, uh, sure. He's probably just like nodded at the Northmen or whatever. And, he's like walking into someone's house at like a house party at like one thirty <laughs> with a gun. Like, everyone loaded gun. Yeah, everyone's fucking drunk. There's like. Hey, someone knows you. That's fine. Hey, you ought to be here. And like, yeah. did Braun find them in the first room he went in? Did he walk into like fifty rooms? <laughs> was like, whoops, close the door. Like, what? Hey, Bod, how are you? Whoop, don't tell anyone I'm here. Close the door. Like, he seems to be a very able killer. This this thing keeps happening a lot in in these seasons, and it's maybe just like a thing that happens on TV a lot. But uh, I hate that characters will just coincidentally run into each other in a way that kind of doesn't make yeah. sense. It's, you know what it is, though? It is better TV. It is. I didn't need three scenes of Ron trying to find these guys. No, but like, even if you had them, like, Tyrion and Tyrion and Jamie are like walking back to their beds or whatever for the night, and then Bron gets them in an alley or something. Like, just so I don't all their like, I I don't make TV. At but. least you guess I guess you could have shown him see them in the alley and then follow them into that room yeah, or have that conversation in the or alley. Or you could just or assume that that happened. All like, why don't we why don't we go through the actual scene as sure. well? Because like, the I've scene got, is bad. It's so but bad. I feel like the fact that he found them in Winterfell is not bad. So uh, they they even question like how did you get in here and like what are you doing with that crossbow mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, Tyrion should have been like I use that crossbow to kill my old man. Tyrion keeps talking and then Bronn just you know, punches him in the face yep. and it's it's sort of at this point where he's like all right no more bullshit from you two like yeah. you guys have promised me shit over and over again they, yep. you yep. promised me a, a title and a place and a wife and then that falls through and then you promised me a bigger one it's happened like. Four separate to be times fair, now. like he, that first time he was set to marry somebody and he had a castle, and then Jamie's like, "Listen, we're gonna give that away, and we're gonna give you a better one." Yeah, mm-hmm. if you help me down in Dorne, which again, that's kind of a sh- shitty part Fuck, of this. Remember Dorne? <laughs> yeah, the show wasn't always good before this. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, "I don't want River Run," because apparently they they promised him River Run, mm-hmm. which is the seat of the Tullys, nope. which can't be that bad, right? It's like. Riverlands? It's, um, it's okay. Ed, did Edmure die? He must have died, right? Yeah, he yeah. did. Did he die? The Blackfish? I remember he was... Uh, oh, no. Edmure. Yeah, the kid. Edmure he was a hostage is... with the Lannisters at the siege. I don't know what no, happened to Edmure. Remember, okay, so yeah, there was a siege, uh, the phrase were surrounding it, and then mm. Jamie and Bronn walk in with, with the Lannister army, Jamie talks with... Uh, the Blackfish says, yep. like, hey, you should give up. Blackfish, Blackfish is like, like fucking just take nope. the guy. 
kill him? I yep. know he like did they did they kill him? Edmir, yeah, Edmir surrenders the castle for them. Yeah, they kill the Blackfish then and there. They allow Edmir to walk in, and then Edmir's like, "Hey, we're giving this up." And then everybody's uh-huh. like, "Uh," and no, the Blackfish is like, "No, we're not." And then Edmir's like, "I'm the lord of this castle." He's just status unknown, alive somewhere. He the is the, the rightful lord of yeah, River Run. Yeah, presumably he's in River Run. So maybe that's what's bugging Braun, and he doesn't want River Run. Because it belongs to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wants... High, he doesn't explicitly say he wants Highgarden, but they offer him Highgarden. Yeah, because yeah, they said... Well, Tyrion's like, what was our deal? And he's like, if anyone ever paid me to kill you, you would pay double. Yeah. Did they, What's Double River Run? When was yeah. the last time we... Did they not already say that this season? I know they have to like bring it up. Like, I feel like we said it. Yeah. We said it on the podcast about okay, it being... They haven't, they haven't it said being that kind of bronze yet, arc. Though. Or yeah, Bronn and Tyrion's arc has to be something to do with that. Yeah, whole... Cersei sends him to kill uh, yeah, okay. Tyrion, yeah. and then we're all like, well, Tyrion always has a standing offer. Right. Yeah. So they offer him River or Highgarden, mm-hmm. which is huge. And then. And full of, like, rich, full yes. of money and gold and grain. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it was Jamie that says, like, uh,. Highgarden won't be run by uh, fuckhead like you. Yeah, a cutthroat. Mm-hmm. Fuckhead like you. <laughs> well, you know. well, what were your ancestors before they yeah. were lords? Like cutthroats, and fuckheads, and <laughs> fuckheads. <laughs> and that kind of makes sense. That absolutely makes sense. It, right. it all yeah. has to start somewhere. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think even the Lannisters. Uh, I forget what the the true legend of them or the the the, the thing of them is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like it was just kind of a fuckhead that started yeah. things, and then yeah. Um. Did we? Has, has Braun already shot the crossbow? Has his one fucking crossbow bolt yet? Probably. Yeah. Because James uh, like, you won't kill me. Yeah. You know what? Someone not shooting you as a threat for shooting you when you don't think they're going to kill you should not be a threat. No. Like I would like, be like, yeah, if, if, you didn't shoot me. Yeah. You proved my See? point, dumbass. Look at that. Why didn't he just kill me right yes. there? <laughs> we like my big problem with the scene was the tension feels completely fake. At yeah. no point did I. And maybe it's just me, but at no point, Braun is not going to shoot Tyrion and Jaime. No. At no point did I ever even he, like have that worry. He did mention like I don't need both of you. I only need one of you. It's just mm. Braun's always talk shit. Braun's yeah. always talk shit like that, mm. but he's always like redeemed himself. It was. This scene felt super duper oh, it's, forced it's and super duper fake. It, it seemed like a reason, like they just did this little mini arc to get him back with the other side. Yeah, yeah, and then they like, oh, we got Bronn in the south. We need Bronn in the north. Let's do this dumb thing where I pay them to kill him, uh, and then they double it. And then and they, that's what Tyrion says. Like, hey, we could probably use a good officer. Like, he was like, fuck no. this. I'll find you. I'll find you when the war is over. Yeah. He yeah. says, my fighting days are over. Yeah, but like. So they every time they meet and have a disagreement, they offer him a new castle and a new title. They're just doing that again. What yeah. if, and he's like, yeah, okay. What if he parlays this whole thing into the Iron Throne? Sure. <laughs> sure. Make good like, I need it. a bigger seat. What's bigger than Iron <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh So it ends off pretty much like Bronn saying, okay, deal. Okay, bye. And hey, don't die. Mm-hmm. And then just walks out. Yeah. yeah. We uh, may never see him again. We This show could 100% end without ever seeing Bronn. Ever again? Mm-hmm. I that would that wouldn't even like feel like a loose end, really. No, like as loose end go. At least yeah. as a loose end, I don't care about anymore. Yeah, yeah. which sucks. I used to love Braun. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. He was good. Braun was my boy. He became was... a way bigger, uh, way bigger character in the show because they like people liked him so much. Yeah, he's not even very big in the books. Let's no. go back to just Braun, Tyrion, and Pod. Just just pleasing whores and, yeah. and getting drunk. Uh, then it goes to show the Hound riding off. And then Arya catches up with him. Sneaks up on him in an open white field of snow on her black horse. Yes. And, oh, 
He like is shocked that she's behind him. That's her fucking gimmick. He's so shocked he's behind him. He throws his beef jerky on the ground. He's uh. like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> I write, I wrote down here. Arya wants to go to, uh, despite leaning on John about family in that previous scene. Yeah, and she says stuff I wonder about if like the news affected her decision to go. In what? I don't know that think, it would. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um. She's going to go and kill Cersei, though. Yeah. Because she says, yeah, she says stuff about, like, uh, family this, family that. And then in this scene, she's like, yeah, I don't even plan on coming back. The Hound says, I don't plan on coming back. She's like, yeah, me neither. In the sense that it's a suicide mission. Not in the yeah. sense of, like, oh, the South is nice. I think I'll just live down there. Sure. This mm-hmm. farm. She's still got her list. Yeah. I she's only yeah. got one name. Well, two names left. And if, yeah. if old Sander takes care of his brother, that's only one name left. That's right. Highlight this with uh, bad writing. It, the writing is ugh, like, yeah, I'm agonizing over it. The no. dialogue is very the, chunky and clunky in yeah, a way that it yeah. kind of never used to be. It's almost as if something different was writing it. Oh my goodness! Sansa and Tyrion up on the battlement. Sansa's uh, just doing her thing, mm-hmm. like she watching over stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyrion's like, "Hey, just please be cool to Danny. Please." She's our queen, basically. Reiterates a whole bunch. Yeah, yeah. He said something to the effect of, hey, I'd feel a lot better if you and da- if when Danny leaves here that you were on cordial terms with her. Mm-hmm. So he's still playing uh, the diplomacy between them. Um, I forget how it kind of gets there, but Sansa turns to him and says, hey, there's another way. Um, there's, there's another person. There's what if there was person. someone better? Yeah. And this is Tyrion finding out that John Targaryen is John Targaryen, which because we remember we thought he might have known because there were all those weird lingering shots of him like in the hallway when when Danny and John were getting it on yeah. and like turns out he didn't know turns out he didn't know so what 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 was it was just like poor filmmate what was all these sh- why do they linger on Tyrion so much yeah in those weird. if you I like maybe it was just him witnessing her falling in love with him like okay this might be a problem. Yeah, maybe. These two. Hmm. Fucking. I don't know. I don't know what is going on with Tyrion these days. No. I think he's been... I think he's been done the dirtiest of them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So she she totally, like, uh, blows up the uh, the secret when she even, like, pinky promised not to. Mm-hmm. And, again, Sansa kind of playing the game. Yep. So that's good for her. Yep. she got a lot of little finger in her. Yeah. <laughs> Can't keep a fucking secret. John then says goodbye to like all of his best friends in one scene. Yep. Ghost and Tormund, I think, are the first to go. Uh, Tormund and Sam, Sam and Gilly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So that's the end of Ghost. Yep. Remember, we were like, why do they bring Ghost back? Why the yep. fuck is he even here? We were praying it was for a big ending that they promised us yep. or a, a uh, role to play. So un- unless there is a like late. Unless ghost, there's still gets, two like, episodes. You yeah, come unless, back. unless ghost, ghost like Fulton's in or something like yeah. that. Fucking parachute on D Dog. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, well, fuck, I'd be totally on board yeah, with that. That's the end of Ghost. That's the end of Tormund. They're gonna go up north basically and uh, take the cat. They're gonna live in the castles. I think they said at the wall, Castle Black, and mm-hmm. like uh, Sam and Gilly dip north. Sam and Gilly, yeah, they say goodbye. Uh, where do we think they're going? Are they going like to go north? Hope that they Horn, go to Hornhill, Hornhill, probably because yeah. that is Sam's by right. Mm-hmm. I hope so. They don't really explicitly explicitly say, but we, yeah, like. And I not- think, like, I truly think, as much as they haven't said it, I think everyone's relieved of their oaths. 
Yeah, totally. Well, the Night's Watch, I think the Night's Watch is, yeah, over. I think, yeah. I think like... So Sam like, could go there, get Until married. you die or defeat the Night King, and we defeated the Night King, yeah. so... Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, the un- think, unwritten unwritten code. I think it's, it might, fine print. it's probably actually written. It's just never come yeah, up. That's right. Uh, Little asterisks. <laughs> beating the Night King absolves you of all contracts. There's a funny part in that scene where John like looks at uh, Gilly, and it's like essentially, "Hey, is that a baby in your belly, or are you just happy to see me?" Kind of thing. No, because he's like surprised. Yeah, right. remember we were all doing some sposing about yeah. if mm-hmm. Gilly was pregnant, or maybe the actress better. was, yeah. and all this. Yeah. And she uh, is pregnant. She's got a little John in her. Yep. Yeah. Sam says, not a lot to do on those winter nights. We got down to some fucking. Yeah. Read all the books. If he's what a boy, does a man do when he reads all the books? If he's a boy, we want to name him John. And John says, oh, I hope he's a girl. Yeah. Thanks. And then the mother <laughs> walks John, away being yeah. like, what a douche. Oh, fuck. Should we name him John if it's <laughs> yeah. a boy? Sam, Sam and Gilly just walked away shaking their heads. And yeah, like, so they, uh, John rides off, gives the uh, ghost like just a nod. Doesn't even pet him. Doesn't even say anything. Yeah. And that was it. Mm-hmm. That was it. Like, uh, of all, I mean, they have to send these characters off, but that's kind of just nobody like ever a interacted short... with Ghost in this entire season. No. I don't think he could have. They could have literally filmed this entire season and inserted him into shots after, which maybe is I mean, actually is C- what they that did. That is CGI, but, but like, like yes. without the intent of right. like, oh, we ah, Ghost, oh fuck, we gotta, yeah, we gotta get him, him in, in here, here. Yeah. put him in here, because like nobody interacts with him literally no, no, like him he never yeah. no one ever talks to him looks at him he yeah. never there's, there's the one one scene there's the one part in this scene where um john and Tormund are looking over at him and they john says like hey you should probably take him yeah yeah but, and, but, but, but that is it that is it, it. he yeah. never like ghost never even like saves anyone and there he just never interacts with anybody in a scene in a you way that see him fighting he's and, always in the yeah. background yeah good thing they brought him back speaking of doing people dirty they did they did ghost, ghost dirty, dirty. Really dirty. All the dirt. Wait, what if something happens in the last two episodes, though? He comes. I'm telling you, still have two more episodes. He comes yes, folding in. No. Him and Nymeria come just no. on the backs of their own dragons. No, one's riding the other. Oh fuck! Yeah. <laughs> so there's uh, there's a scene between T- Tyrion and Varys. Uh, I guess they're in like the one of the rooms in a boat, mm-hmm. and it's one of those backroom scenes. Where people are politicking. Skullduggery. And I fucking love this about this show. And mm-hmm. this is one of those scenes where this, I, I think that this is one of the highlights of the of, of this episode. Because it was like the heart of what Game of Thrones was. Yeah. And it's Varys. And I guess this is where Tyrion lets Varys in on the secret of Jon's heritage. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, this sparks Varys into being like, well, he's a much. He's, he would be a much better ruler. Mm-hmm. Because he was already thinking that that John would be a great ruler with Danny through yeah. marriage, yeah. Uh, and then obviously, as soon as he realized it didn't even have to be through marriage, he could rule himself. Then Varys is like, "I'm jumping on my sixth bandwagon." <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, this is this is that scene where Varys kind of gets that seed planted in his mind. About hey, mm. there is there is a better option and uh, better for the realm, better for everybody, better for Varys even. Yeah. And during this whole discussion, it was just like it was very much a Varys is going into this kind of last bit of the season, um, still very much into his convictions that he had at the very beginning of the season. Mm. And Tyrion <laughs> is not at all. Tyrion comes off in this scene as just being like almost like resigned to what's happening now. Like he's just like I, think, I don't know. We got 
eventually, we can't flip sides again, yeah, can he, we? I don't wait. I, Hey, he yeah, says, I like, Danny, maybe I've kind of put my time in. <laughs> I think he says word for word. Eventually, you just pick someone and yeah. stick with them. Yeah. And like, what do you yeah. like? Not if you're Varys. I guess may you like, are you loyal to the realm or are you just like, ah, I've tried. Fuck this. Yeah. I'm tired. And Tyrion seems very much fuck this, which is continuing to do Tyrion dirty, but it's been was very on brand for current Tyrion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where like, I actually thought they like nailed the. His whole, like, I'm just tired. I'm fucking tired of all this. Yeah. I can't flip again. I don't want to go through another war. Let's just fucking... Yeah. Danny. Like, just, just just stop saying other names. Danny. <laughs> Danny. Danny. And everybody is like... It's, it's, it's like they lost their cunning along the way sometime. Everybody is just straight shooting now. Everybody is just literally saying what they mean. Yeah. No, no doublespeak, nothing, to the point where they're like... You know, we're, saying, we're talking treason right now. Right. It's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when this show started, it was just like, and it, well, I shouldn't say when it first started, but when it got going into the middle seasons, you're like, I wonder which one of these twenty possible characters will yeah. sit the Iron Throne. Or like and now, it's like everyone has just got behind like two options, yeah. maybe three. It even used to be like, remember when we were scheming so much, we were throwing out fake schemes to see mm. who was eavesdropping and bought yeah. into the real. Like, yeah. remember those days when we had so many schemes we could yeah. just use them had frivolously? Out who the spies were? So now we... we can't even get one scheme together. Now, yeah. I, now I'm just literally going to tell the man, I'm just going to tell someone that I'm planning on betraying your queen. How could this backfire? Someone half-pitched a scheme and Tyrion was just like, la 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 la. <laughs> <I'm Danny. laughs> Danny. That's it. Uh, then the uh, dragon flight scene happens, mm. and this was this. I remember first watching this, and it was like super shocking. Yeah, I I liked this scene better the second time I watched it. Um, I couldn't figure out why no one saw these ships. Yes, I don't. <laughs> so they are very. It is like. I also didn't realize that they... Because they, they show it constantly in the background. They show King's Landing in the background. And mm-hmm. I d- didn't really... Real, like Winterfell, I didn't really know what the shape of King's Landing looked like yeah. until this season. And I thought they were just outside of Dragonstone. I thought they were just, like, chilling, getting the army right. ready. And she's just flying through this blue sky, very, like, idyllic. And then just out of nowhere, this fucking arrow from one of the scorpions, which... Think of how these scorpions shoot in straight lines. Like, they don't even really arc because they're mm. just so powerful. Like Brando says, how the fuck... Did the scorpion see her without her up in the sky? Yeah. Yeah. Like, is she just looking at the clouds? Like, mm-hmm. ugh. to me, this was so abrupt that I thought I honestly thought this was like a dream, like a bad dream sequence. Yeah. And then halfway through that thought, as the the dragon was like dying and going down, I'm like, they've never really done a dream sequence no. like this. Like, no. it just be dumb. Yeah. So this is real. And then yeah, the the, the dragon just falls into. The water and it takes a really good one through the throat yeah. and looks like it almost like tries to breathe fire. It's just a spray of blood. Mm. I kind of liked. I liked that you knew that dragon was fucking dead. Yeah, mm. at least it wasn't. It looked really good. It was yes. That if, dragon if, going down was very a little impressive. bit uneventful. They found room in the CGI budget. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but anyway, that so was the CGI. So they budget. so yeah. these three arrows come in a- accurate as all shit. Right now, you're kind of led to believe that Danny is flying like almost perpendicular to the ships, kind of because because mm-hmm. they kind of show the the camera sort of shows that they're sort of hidden in the bay, kind of behind these rocks, and and the way the camera kind of comes around it, maybe she couldn't quite because you, the audience, can't quite see him. Maybe Danny couldn't quite see him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's these three bang, 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 perfectly accurate, and you're kind of led to believe that that Euron is the one shooting these. 
We don't know if he shot all three, but... Yeah, uh, I was under the impression that he did not, because I just didn't think you could shoot them that fast. But. Yeah. Um, but anyways, perfectly accurate. Uh, that one dragon goes down, spirals into the water, whatever. And then she is just flying head-on into all these ships, like hundreds of ships, every single one with a scorpion, just fucking flying towards them, head-on, a perfect line, not even moving, nothing. Everyone's just hanging out. Everyone's just, just, just not shooting. You gotta reload. I guess they've only shot three arrows. They have two hundred ships. This so they, that's stuff. when that's when everyone starts loading. And yeah, they do starts loading. Uh, and then they all shoot. And like she learns to dodge or whatever, dodges the arrows, and then just fucks off. And, fucks and then just off, and yeah. then just flies away. Just leaves. Just goes. Doesn't burn a ship. Doesn't no. even doesn't stupid. even circle so that, around to the back where they're vulnerable. Yep. Nothing. I think those. I think well, those I think scorpions was, can three sixty. Yeah, and I think it was when they realized they were up against the fleet. It was retreat time. Yeah. Because I how, do not think they saw that coming. How did they not? They know the fleet is there. They know already about the Iron Fleet. Well, and I don't think they if know If you the watch f- that behind the scenes, they're like, well, Danny forgot about the Iron Fleet. Like, fuck off. Yeah, it's, no, it's she didn't. It's funny but. that you mentioned that because that's what they say that she forgot about. Yeah. It. That, and that's fucking the, stupid. The producers in the making of literally say she forgot about the Iron Fleet. Mm, and that's why that's she was really surprised stupid. by them. Yeah. But she had to have seen them. She had did to have seen them. they not talk about the Iron Fleet? Um, in the war in, council, in the war council, I can't remember. Maybe. She knows about the Iron Fleet because they crushed her fleet, and Yara went to take back the Iron Islands. Yeah. and like, no, I was Danny just more like, when was the it. last time she remembered before she forgot? Mm, I see. Yeah, in terms of the like, so I'm like, I'll get on board with you with the why did she fly away stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was time to retreat, but that seemed really weird character wise f- for her. That's the bad writing I hate. All the stuff that we do about the how did you not see the ships or the way we pick apart the night, the battle in the night about why did we not shoot more catapults? That's the stuff where I'm like, I, that's so far. That's TV. That's fucking so far from what I care about. It's where it's like, I don't need you to write me a better way, a better angle of what I'll be like. Okay. They were behind the mountain. As soon as you see the ships coming up from the mountain, I was like, okay, she didn't see them because they were behind the mountain. I don't get into like, well, how did the the logistics of this? Like you can't get into that with any show. You, in a lot of shows, you can't. Up until this season, you could. I don't think so. I think there was still a lot of... I I think it's weak writing like the rest of it. But then that just... That sort of just uh, allows them, the creators, to be like, well, the audience is dumb. And that's that's insulting our intelligence kind yeah. of thing. You know you know what I mean? But like because I it, never it, had that moment where it was like, how did she not see them? I will have the moment with you where it was like, there's no way she forgot it was there. Maybe she didn't see that she was yeah. in range right now, but she should have. The fact that they would come out and say she forgot about the Iron Fleet, I was like, that's stupid. You're all stupid for, <laughs> for saying that she forgot the Iron Fleet. But I would not be like, it's ridiculous that she didn't see the ships behind that mountain. I think it's ridiculous. It's yeah. a fleet. It's a fucking fleet. And the they're all right there. Yeah, the logic of it is it's terrible. I don't know how they could have done it any better myself. I've... It's just like what they present to us mm. is just full of holes, and this is like it's 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 on them that that we are talking about this. Right. Like it's their fault, right? And it and it feels like, and this is again just me probably projecting onto the show, but mm. uh, it it feels like they get or or think they can get by a lot of like it's Game of Thrones. What do you mm. mean it's Game of Thrones? You're gonna watch it, idiot. Shut up. It's Game of Thrones. Mm. We can do whatever the f- we can put whatever the fuck we want on screen. It's Game of Thrones. And that's where they got us because yeah, like we've only uh, at this point we've only have what two more episodes to go. Yeah. And yeah, we're just going to watch it. Yep. 
We're yeah. going to bitch about it. And yeah. it's going to well, be... If it's bad, I will. If it's fine, I won't. Yeah. But, yeah, Brano, you're right. Like, it, it, it's kind of TV. Yeah. And this needs to happen. It's just like... From everything in the past, they've they've been really intelligent about making things happen. Yeah, show this, this that, show is added. This show is so good. I think it stands out in the earlier seasons because it doesn't feel just like TV. It almost feels real in a way of like we, the audience, are constantly surprised by things. I mean, I'm sure if I went back and I I am watching it, and now that this has come up, maybe I'll make note of it. But I'm sure there are plenty of times where I was like, um, that was probably pretty stupid that you didn't just tell this person or like or that you were thought you were such a good schemer that this person was just not going to spread this lie around at all like there's definitely a lot of that when you're watching like ned stark do mm. his thing in king's landing you're like gosh you're an idiot why yeah. don't you just do this why don't yeah. you do that don't don't trust that guy yeah but that again but that that's to me feels character. like the fallibility of ned yeah not the writing yeah whereas here like i don't think daenerys is as dumb as that scene makes it out to seem Maybe she is. I, I maybe, maybe, you, maybe it's just me. But yeah. So yeah, maybe she. Maybe hard. they had to have her. Had to have the scorpions like hidden in the mountains or something. Sure. Or or like there are other ways to frame that scene, right? Mm. Start the attack and just have each other. They're just shooting at each other and a dragon. Like there are other ways to present a dragon dying than to. Sure. For me, it was more the presentation that oh they got the jump on her. Like she thought it was right. a long time until the fight, and it was not a long time until the fight. They Which I don't jump on her. I don't think I don't think they like I don't think you're supposed to take that away from that scene. I don't think she is either. Like I think she knew the fleet was there. They knew they were going to battle. They were ready to do it. Mm. Like it's it's confusing because of the way it is presented, I think. I think it is the way it is presented cuz like like they could have had kind of a fight. Yeah. There, but with Euron sort of like getting a, a few lucky shots on on a dragon. But I mean the dragons could have just been destroying some destroying some of their ships. Like, it was essentially a flawless victory. Mm. Like, there was no doubt. I'd almost like to go see that War Council thing that I can't remember the wording of when they said, we're going to go around this way and John's going to march. I can't remember what they were saying that this group was doing. Because it obviously wasn't to Storm King's Landing. No, Because they knew they they needed all the people. They were going for their their little parlay. Oh, no, no, that was because... How does it... I guess that wouldn't have been for the parlay, because that's after the fleet gets blowed up. They were just yeah. bringing the fleet, I think. They were just, yeah, they were just kind of mobilizing their units. Surround the yeah. city and, like, blockade yeah. from behind, and then John's out. Because the, the plan right now is King's Landing will surrender. Once, the, once right. the people realize it's hopeless, they'll surrender. But I'm just specifically, I can't remember specifically what the Daenerys group was supposed to do yeah. until mm-hmm. John arrived. Neither, and neither I'm wondering I, if maybe yeah. it was something that gives a little more credence to the fact that they were ambushed. Like, maybe it was the fact mm-hmm. that, well, we weren't going to fight. We were fucking... Sailing from Dragonstone to where we were setting up shop, and it we got fucking that. jumped. It could be that. I, again, though, we have both watched. We just finished watching it, and this is our second time viewing it. Mm. Like, if that's in there, that sucks. That the three of us taking notes to talk about it on this podcast didn't pick up on it. I would like to say that I, I took enough of it that I did not think they were going to fight at the time they got shot by the dragon. Mm. I just did not know what they were going to do. <laughs> yeah, it's a. I thought they were just out there in the water, and I was like, oh, I wonder where they're headed. It's very confusing. Uh, Euron then goes to blast like Danny's fleet with these with, with all the scorpions. Yep. And which like, I like. Euron is dope. I <laughs> Euron is not dope. Yeah. Oh, they, I don't like him. He at all. is pure. I'm here to fuck the queen, 
And if I got to kill a million people to get her to fuck me back, I'll do it. Look at my fucking mustache. Here we go. <laughs> when they turned the, when those scorpions all started angling down, I was like, "This those can't shoot ships, can they?" And then uh, they start shooting ships. Okay, yeah. I so like they, them shooting the ships. They just decimate uh, Danny's fleet. Yep, uh, it looked good. Every, the way the wood was just exploding everywhere. Everybody's like bailing. Um, Tyrion jumps into the water. I would like to say, and we'll talk about this a lot more next episode, for all the things this show does wrong, all of this stuff looks fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. the production Uh, value. Like, the money behind the show is is second to none. Uh, That mask comes down and knocks Tyrion out. That's how that scene kind of closes. You just see the mask falling Mm. on you. Um, And then... That should kill a man. You would think. It should. You yeah. would think. They even do like a hard like cut and it's kind of a prolonged like black screen. Like he's out. Yeah. He's yeah. unconscious in the I ocean. I thought it was credits. Uh, so did I actually. No. Um, and then the next scene we see them all like washed up on the beach coughing up water. Uh, Varys might have saved them because he's a merman <laughs> and then totally yeah pretended like as you saw people wake up like. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, and then, but they they do all magically wash up on shore. Yeah, Grey Worm, except for one. Except Grey for Worm, yeah, Grey, yeah. Grey Worms are looking for Miss Sunday, and then they sort of cut from that. Then it goes to Cersei uh, looking at her out her balcony of all like the um, the peasant folk that uh, that she's uh, allowing into the the walls of the castle or the mm-hmm. keep. Uh, then she goes on to say to Euron, uh, "Hey." Like the line will what is the line will rule the land the kraken will rule the seas and our uh, our child will rule them all mm-hmm. and that's her just sort of like solidifying his sort of loyalty mm-hmm. yeah he's and then still- he like looks at Kyburn for like confirmation and he's like hey double thumbs up yep yep <laughs> so maybe maybe Cersei couldn't hide the baby anymore right mm-hmm. who we are still kind of thinking is Jamie's mm-hmm. I, I think, think. It's Jamie's. and yeah. even if there was no baby that's something that you tell. Maybe a guy you slept with mm. to be like, "Hey, we're we're solid now. We got a kid coming." Yeah, that's, that's a good point. There, could, there yeah. could still be there could still be no child. I think we're giving too much credit to the show, but there could sure. still be no child. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Back on Dragonstone, Danny is upset about how things turned out. We learned a lot about the geography of Dragonstone. Yeah, Dragonstone is just—it's very close to King's Landing. Yeah, yeah, up the way. Um, and I wrote here, me too. I'm very upset about how things are turning out. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a little bit it's edi- a little, it's editorializing. A little... <laughs> yes, the biggest twist of this show was that we would all hate it by the end. Yeah. Who saw that coming? There is one more scene with Tyrion Varys in the throne room, and Matt, you said, like, that throne is way cooler than the actual Iron Throne, and yeah, I yeah. agree. Cause, the Dragonstone yeah. throne is dope. Um, this is the one where uh, Varys, like, directly calls out... Like, hey, this is all treasonous talk. Mm. Um, and Tyrion admits, yes, he's had thoughts of treason, but not saying it out loud. He's not ready to do treason treason. Right. Um, Varys then says, I've always acted on behalf of the realm. And then Tyrion sort of looks at him and just says, please don't. Yeah. Mm. Did you guys notice this? Yeah. Yeah. Basically, they both know that, like, Tyrion is staying with Danny. If Varys is going to try and betray Danny, now these two are at odds. These two right. friends are going to be at odds. Yeah. You know, so from from this, and then uh, not really going into the next episode. There, there's a scene in the next episode where I'll, I'll talk about it then. But um, I was kind of, I was kind of perplexed at that at, at that reaction of Tyrion. Like, please don't. Mm-hmm. They're like, friends. What do you mean? What do you? What do you? Sorry. What do, so? What, so 
when when Tyrion goes, please don't. Like I'm just like, oh shit! Like what is what is Varys gonna do? Like is Varys going to? Oh, you thought it would be like he was gonna pull a motherfucking stunt? Yeah. Oh, okay. I see yeah. what you mean. I, th- yeah. I think it's just please don't in the general sense. Like please don't. Which he kind of pulls. He he is in the process of pulling a stunt. Yeah, he, he yeah. is. Yeah. He, yeah. He, I think it's more just like please don't. Don't join the other side, basically. I don't, I don't want to be enemies with, with stay you. Stay with me, kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. yeah, okay. And this is where... I think it's in this scene where he does the, like, eventually you just pick somebody and stay with them. Yeah, mm. that's the one. And and that seems to be where Tyrion is. He's kind of world-weary. Yeah. I don't blame him. No, uh, we're... I mean, even us yeah. at this point. <laughs> just let us rest. No. Uh, this then goes into the scene with Jamie. Uh, he sort of sees uh, Sansa talking to Brienne. Mm-hmm. And um, then they uh, they sort of partly they sort of uh, give him the news like Cersei was able to kill one of the dragons and he's she's like destroyed Danny's fleet and then it seems so easy to destroy a fleet by the way Game of Thrones makes me think how many fleets do we see get destroyed what? like four or five it makes me think you can just do it like that well more power yeah mm-hmm. um. Like dominoes. There's there's a point here where then Jamie sort of decides to run off on Brienne. Yeah. And this is a confusing scene. Yes, it that is. I, I took very different meanings both times I watched this. You mm. and the people I watched, like Amber was okay, so the the scene is Jamie's kinda of deciding what, what to do and eventually he decides to leave Brienne, mm-hmm. like mount up on his horse and go. But not before Brienne actually stops him to try to talk him off the ledge. Uh, about like, hey, no, you should just stay here with me, kind of thing. Yeah, you're a good man. Yep, and you're then, not like your sister. And then Jamie goes into this this whole speech about like, um, hey, I've done a lot of shitty shit just yep. to be with for for Cersei and just to be with her. Yep. Like I was ready to kill everybody, King's Landing, uh, sorry, uh, Riveron. I pushed a kid off the balcony or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then so there's there's actually a part leading. It's a it's a scene before this one, which I didn't connect was why I sort of missed the boat on this. Um, it's where... Uh, it's that scene where Jamie and Sansa and Brienne are all talking, and uh, Sansa basically tells Jamie that, like, we are going to take King's Landing, it is going to burn, Cersei is going to die, uh, and then kind of like Coily is like, I, I always hoped I'd be there when they execute her, but I guess I won't, because that's mm. going to be happening in two weeks, and I'm here, type of thing. Yep. Um, and that is what sets Jamie off. That is what is like the impetus of him. Like I gotta get, I gotta get back there. I gotta get Cersei out. Right. Uh, and I totally didn't make that connection the first time. Mm. Uh, which, as we get more and more into the scene, they have kind of very different meanings. Right. It's weird because like, so there's that one throwaway line where Tyrion goes like, "All right, Jamie's gonna stay here." Yep. Yeah, we're gonna move all of our forces, but Jamie's gonna the, stay here. Guest of the Lady of Winterfell. But I mean, like, what is Jamie thinking at that point? Like, he's gonna stay with Brienne. Yeah, but I mean, like. It's not like they're going to march on King's Landing and then... Jamie, I don't, Jamie wasn't going to march. Like, Jamie but, is going to live mean, like, happily ever he, after with he, Brienne. I think Jamie thought that nothing bad was going to happen to King's Landing. He's going to surrender, Eve. remember? Yeah. King's Landing is going to surrender. There, he, he thinks that Daenerys... Oh, okay. He's like, he's everyone yeah. thinks that, that this is going to go off without a hitch yeah. oh, at okay. that point. Because Tyrion is like, no, King's Landing has to surrender. Even da- he's like, Daenerys saved okay. Marine uh, yeah. Slaver's Bay, yada, yada, yada. And like, Jamie sort of bought into at least Tyrion's belief in Daenerys. So mm. he is kind of uh, on the same page. So then when Sansa shows up and yeah. he's like, yeah, the whole thing's going to burn. Your sister's yeah. fucked. Then he's like, well, I better get down there and uh, 
And yeah, it goes into this scene where a lot of people thought that Jamie wanted to go down to kill Cersei herself. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I thought the first time. And I was like, no, you guys are crazy. Like, Jamie is going down there to save Cersei. Mm-hmm. Like, I, that's, I don't understand why you guys think that. But that's it. But then that also destroys his whole arc kind of thing. Uh, I don't think it does yet. He can still make good on it. He can still, as long as he realizes Cersei is evil and fucking makes good on him killing her somehow, he could still maybe make good on it. But you're right. Jamie is completely unchanged from the beginning of this show, has learned absolutely fucking nothing, Mm -hmm. uh, and is making the same mistakes that he has earlier. He has the same never-ending... Like, impossible love for his sister. Like, it's nothing in the world matters, just us. Yeah. Like, it's that's how it's always been. It's always been everything is in service of their love and their children. Yeah. Um, and I don't think he's not, he, I don't think he's unchanged from the very beginning. Like, he actually goes through a whole entire, like, character change and he learns a lot about himself and he learns a lot about the world and a lot, a lot about the people. Hmm. But it's just this moment where, like, does he though? No matter how much you change, like you always sort of revert back to like your your base instincts. Kind it of feels thing. like a relapse. Yeah, it, it feels yeah. like when you're when you're like in the worst situation, then yeah, you'll just go back to what you know. Yeah. So now, depending on what happens in the next episode, uh, I think this arc could still be very very satisfying. <laughs> I want him to choke her out. Uh, so the reason that I think myself included thought that he was going back to kill her is because. Uh, it seems like they're happy. It seems like Jamie's arc is closed. It seems like he and Brienne are happy. Uh, Jamie has like learned that Cersei is no fucking good for him. He has already betrayed her and cast her off, and is with the Dragon Queen now. Uh, and and he has like kind of got his happy ending. You know, him and Brienne had that whole time with them on the road, and he learned not to be a dick and all this. Mm. Um, and then when he says, basically, she's like begging him to stay, and he's like, "I'm a hateful man. I've done all the here's. I've killed my cousin. Mm. I've." I've done all this shit. Mm. Uh, and then he says something to the effect of, like, I have one more hateful thing to do. And to me, I thought he was like, I got to go back and kill her. I got to go. She has made me into this hateful person. I'm going to go turn that hate against her one last time and go kill her was what I thought. I might have missed the line, which maybe helped me because mm. I was very much like it feels like a like the way you say, fuck you. I never liked you when you're trying to push someone away. Uh, yeah. Where he was very much like, no, I'm a hateful man. I'm 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 Cersei's boy through and through. I'm getting out of here. You you stay behind. Break your heart so they don't follow you. Mm-hmm. Watching it again, yeah. that is, and and watching it again, I totally am. Yeah, that, yeah. The, he Jamie is 100 percent going back to Cersei. There's kind of like not even any wiggle room. Yeah. It doesn't seem yeah. like there's no no room for ambiguity there. Fuck! I hope he kills her. <laughs> Fuck me, Jamie! Claw. What the hell, man? You've come so far. Just a trip at the finish line. It's this is more of giving the show a lot more credit, but I I sort of like it because, yeah, like that his whole arc up until this point was a little too fairy tale. Like it had a fairy tale ending is what I'm saying. Whereas lost the hand along the way when you said when Brando, when you said like it's a relapse, like fucking yeah, that's Mm. a human. That's a human trait like that happens like you relapse and you kind of just revert back to something that you're used to. You're more comfortable with. And yes, the, they were twins. They were born together. They had this uh, weird twin relationship their whole life. Unnatural love where yeah. they saw no one else. And then when he... when he And yes, uh, I was confused about uh, what Jamie thought was going to happen to Cersei. But now that you guys cleared it up, like everybody thought that like, yeah, they would just... Uh, 
surrender, and then that would be that. Yeah. I also didn't think, regardless of how positive a spot Jamie was at, I never once thought Jamie's arc ended without a Cersei conclusion. Mm. I never thought the arc was, oh, he just never went back to Cersei. I always thought it was coming to a moment with Cersei at the end, mm-hmm. and Brienne was just kind of his happy stop along the way. For me, like that arc could have finished with him freeing himself from Cersei. Would have been kind of what was what I was thinking. I pray anyways. it still does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so yeah, when he decides to leave, it's just like yeah, okay. Like there's that there's just that powerful draw between the two that makes him sort of like essentially turn away from this happy life that he could have had, and then just go to. That that bad that bad source mm-hmm. back into the war yeah. Then it goes to King's Landing and Danny is at the door and there's a parley happening. All the leadership of Danny's army is like twenty feet from these hundred and eighty million archers on the walls and all these fucking scorpions and I thought for sure Cersei was gonna just jump the just gun unlo- on him hit him, hit him, on him. Yeah, yeah hit him before the bell. But uh, parlay rules apply, yep. so nothing's happening. Even, right. even Drogon is just off in like shooting distance, and it's the only time that honor has actually been acknowledged and respected this entire series. But yep. here we are. Yep. Uh, the two hands of each uh, respective queen come and talk, and DJ Qburn. Yeah, Qyburn is um, is there to represent, and there's like. Un- unconditional surrender on both yeah. and like I want it's awful surrender. far apart starting places yeah yep. uh, did we mention Masende of Narth is like yes or no I didn't she, she yeah, is like yeah there. held the kind of hostage up on the top of the battle she got taken in the in the in the when all the ships went yeah. down yeah drowning is impossible yes. everybody survived right she got plucked out of the the ocean by mm-hmm. them I assume Euron Euron gets them all yeah it probably was Euron yeah Negotiations sort of negotiations sort of just fall apart because Kyburn's kind of a psycho and there's no talking to that guy. You got to think in a in a war like this, and maybe part of it is maybe they don't know the numbers Danny has, mm. like actually. But for me, it's like, can you not look at each other's armies and kind of be like, we know who's going to win? Yeah, we got a pretty good idea who's going to yeah. win. This I thing. mean, so they did just destroy their fleet, so maybe Cersei's thinking she's one up on them right yeah. now. I think. And they did have a good scene, that same scene where she told Euron about the kid being hers, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. they were feeling pretty good about yeah. everything. They're like, oh, so we've sent a strong message then. Like, And, like, we know that Cersei is a ruthless, like, mastermind. We have seen, like, the, the, the Wildfinder, the Sept of Baelor. Presumably she has some masterstroke plan mm-hmm. that they're going to invade the city and she's going to blow it up or whatever. Yep. Uh, but presumably Cersei who we've known is, is a born schemer through and through, has something going on. She has her finger in every single pie in the world, basically. Right. Well, her I think her her plan is to, like, yeah, flood um, uh, the Red Keep with, with the Wildfire small folk. and... Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's a bad word. Um, just to, like, invite everybody in. Use them as, like, this this meat shield, as it mm. were. Yeah. Like, because she doesn't think... That Danny, Danny would yeah. get the castle by force with all those people. Yeah, so th- I think that's her plan, mm-hmm. and she and she's up on her balcony just watching everybody walk in, and I think that's just that's just that. And she's got the food; she can withstand a siege. Yeah, she's so got she's, she's got to have something. She's mm-hmm. just, I figure she's just planning to be like, yeah, you're not gonna, you're not gonna like kill all these people, but mm. you know what? They're they're gonna defend me. Um. And anyways, uh. Th- Tyrion is getting nowhere with Kyber, and so he just walks past. 
all the archers draw. Yeah. No. <laughs> which is real dumb. No. Cersei puts her hand up yeah, to like, give the fire. That. Yeah. <laughs> and then does the most... So if you see... If you're an archer holding an arrow at the ready and your commander has their hand up, the first thing you do when you see that hand goes down is just fucking let loose. And Cersei yeah. totally does the like... She puts her hand down. Mm-hmm. But but it's not the fire, I guess, put your hand down. It's the... Yeah. It's not like the... You're supposed to scream fire and point when yeah, you do it. I suppose. It's supposed to be obvious. Yeah. Uh, um... And then Tyrion uh, just tries to talk to her, uh, like, man to woman, as it were. And Probably tries the to, sister. Yeah. Uh, uh, tries to mention just her baby and stuff. Mm, and, yep. like, hey, don't do this. Like, you're you're on the losing side. You're yep. going to die. You're not a monster. You have things that you love. Yeah, it says, quote, yeah. you're, I know you're not a monster. Yeah. Like, yeah. Tyr- well, actually, we sort of know that she kind of is. And she's the, not very she's nice. The most she killed monster. a lot of people. He, she, he's just trying to appeal to her, right? Just, mm-hmm. like, trying to talk her down. I think Tyrion believes it. I think Tyrion, like, for real, lost his cunning. Like, Tyrion is saying what he believes. Like, you don't want your child to die. You're a good person. It's not some master ploy by Tyrion. It is Tyrion just being his dumb, <laughs> honest, emotional self. No. He's no good at he his job. He got feelings. At some point, he developed a real case of the feelings, mm-hmm. and that stopped him from being good at the Game of Thrones. Yeah. It, was, it seemed very much to be when he met Danny. And yeah. he was all of a sudden like, oh, I'll put all yeah. my faith in you. Something happened in that four-week trip in that box he took over to yep. <laughs> to wherever. Yep. Uh, should be mentioned that uh, Euron should have, like, it should have piqued his interest that Tyrion knew about the baby. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It should have. You're totally oh, yeah. right, actually. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because, huh. I mean, I wrote, I wrote here... Is speaking through as Euron is like, hey, Cersei, it was nice of you to let your brother know of our baby. Yeah, yeah. which we, which, which, which you just told me about a day ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> all that is, uh, what did I write? Uh, Tyrion with another boner move uh, that gets Miss Missandei killed. Cause, God, he's so bad at his job. Because in the end, yes, uh, uh, Cersei's like, hey, any last words? And he gives the signal for the mountain to kill Sunday in a great shot where uh, Danny and Grey Worm are in the forefront, and then you just see the head lopped off in the yeah, background, out of focus, and then the body falls. Mm-hmm. I uh, I really thought that Masende might grab onto Cersei or something. But I thought she should have done. I thought Masende yeah. might have been the hero that saved the realm, uh, but you know her people can't defend themselves. Remember, That's right. they don't know how to violence. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Worth noting that she says Dracarys. Yes, yes. When he last words, basically burn them. Yes, yeah. that is and important because I, I forgot important. about that. Yeah, um, but yes, her her last word is Dracarys. I feel like, yeah, I, well, save it. Save I'll save it. it. Yeah. Save it. Yeah. yeah, for sure. That's that's sort of how this ends, and you can just see the anger and uh, everything just seething up in in Danny as she mm. walks away. Yep, it's on. Yep, it's, it's on. Very much on next yep. episode. Yes. Of Game of Thrones. One of my least favorite episodes of this entire series. Yeah, yeah me, me as well. I was trying to be a little bit you were. positive you, on you, it. You guys are doing good. But, um, yeah, it was, it, was, I, it was not satisfying. I liked it a little bit more the second time I watched. It's a lot more fun to talk about than it was. Like wrestling, a lot yeah. more fun to just discuss and enjoy than it Going through that episode was rough. There were, mm. I was angry. I was confused. I was disappointed. There was just a lot of things that could have been handled way differently. Like, it could have been still kind of the same. Like, the Braun and Jamie thing, or Braun, Jamie, and Tyrion thing could have just been handled a little differently, mm-hmm. a little bit more with more logic, and it could have still been the same conversation. Yeah. But also, like, they just they just aren't handling it well. 
Uh, same thing with the with the dragons, the dragon flight, and the uh, Viserion going down. Yep, it, it could have been. That I, it was super unsatisfying. Unsatisfying way and for very, a dragon to die. Yeah, and very abrupt. And like again, like Euron sort of is shown as this like hot shot, and like he's he's killing a lot of things. That's mm-hmm. pretty like, good. We just got off the episode where the Night King has pretty much killed everything in in Winterfell and has raised the dead again to. Almost take over, or sorry, defeat Winterfell. Mm. Um, but then here's Euron, some just smarmy pirate, rock star pirate, who's shooting down dragons. Yeah. Like he's that's what he does. Fucking, he's always been that. Like, he's always been that though. He's kind of he, Euron's character works for me because he has like almost never fit the show. He's never fit the typecast of all these. He's very. He feels like like you say a man at a time. He feels like yeah. a fucking literal he, rock star. He was fucking exiled to the east uh, for like the entirety of the show until he showed up, and he's just like, I give no fucks. No, nope, like, absolutely zero. Yeah, I have nothing to lose. I'm here. I'm the rightful heir to fucking he's crack an aisle. Makes himself <laughs> the rightful heir. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm gonna go fuck the queen. Yep. Yeah. Who's coming with me? Fucking I guess jump so. on your boats, boys. I guess so. Yeah. Fuck the queen. Anyone? Fuck. The, we're gonna fuck the queen. Yeah. Anyone? Just hands up. All yeah. right, let's go. Um, I don't hate Euron. I like Euron. I sort of hate Euron. I hate the him in the way is, you're supposed and why, to. Hate him. Why are you making a D and D character based on it? <laughs> <laughs> I hate your rock stars are cool. I hate your in 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 the the. Uh, ca- um, Game of Thrones world, right? But you're on, yes, you're yes. on Rockstar. You're on. Yeah. <laughs> want to fuck the queen is is a cool character. That's right. You want to go to karaoke with Rockstar? You're on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. A lot of gripes with this one, and um, if we if we would have did it right uh, when it aired, mm. like I would have I would have been a lot more yeah. vocal about. I it. think there was a little it's, bit of fire in all of our bellies yeah. after first watching, oh, yeah. and then having that week off, and then kind of seeing the next episode. Mm. Uh, and then coming back and watching this one a second time, mm-hmm. then it was kind of like I was more—I was being more analytical about it than I was being emotionally angry. Yeah, yeah, I was—I was fired up when I watched yeah. that episode. I was like, "What was?" Oh, and everything from the attack uh, when the Iron Fleet attacked mm. to when they all of a sudden had Masande on the wall and everything felt like it was so fast, like yeah. it was so rapid fire, where it was just like. What happened? Well, how did this? How did you lose someone here? Any uh, we? So, like I say, we won't do our kind of like where do we think it's going? Uh, we are going to turn around and immediately record the next episode of this podcast, or in a couple hours we will. Um, any closing thoughts here on uh, season eight, episode four? It's unfortunate that they spent two years creating this season, and this is like the product of that. Yeah, and it's so much it's- scope, right? Like. Like, good writing doesn't take time. Good writing takes time, but not on the uh, scale that scope takes time, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you hear about the... You can see in the production mm-hmm. how it takes so long to do, yeah. but you just can't see it in the writing and yeah. the execution of the, the characters. The and script everything. was not the thing that took two years. It was, yeah. the, it was the waiting for Dark Knights to film that battle scene that no one could see anyways. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And fucking having big sea battles. And, and, and the fact that they truncated into six... Six episodes. Going like, to Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Like, if a little bit more care and a little bit more time were put in, maybe they. I, I don't know. I'm maybe, just like an armchair guy. I know, like, but, but this is us. Maybe yeah. they um, 
maybe maybe they, maybe this is inevitable. Maybe they're like, well, we fucking we could have people hate it for ten episodes, or we just get the fuck out of there in six. And like, I wonder if like Martin just get our money and get the fuck out of George here. George R. R. Martin was like, okay, I give you as much as I'm giving you. The rest I'm keeping for myself. And they just looked at every angle and everything, and they're like. There's probably a good way out of this, but I can't fucking figure oh, it out for the man, life of man. me. I like, like that conspiracy theory. Yeah. The source, but to me, the source, George just gave him a bunch of bullshit. He's like, I, the books are going to be better. Here, yeah. here you go. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. That's, if that's the case, that's unfair to them. For oh, sure. we're, yeah. I don't, we're funning. But yeah. I don't think that's actually the case. No. And I, I, wasn't mean, like, so, I wasn't so much saying even George was giving them bad info on his story. Yeah. I was more like George gave them the info that is in his books it's not up the to a point. And then it was like, I got you all the way to here. Yeah. You wrap it up in your own way. And there is a good way to wrap it up. And hopefully George knows that. But maybe it's just one of those things that even me reading the books, uh, I couldn't like trying to exclude my knowledge from the show. It's tough to see how you would wrap up all those characters who are in book five right now. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know how when someone's like, oh, Metal Gear Solid, what's that about? And you, you you know that you can't just give them the synopsis because it's a bunch of garbage. Yeah. Maybe they, maybe they just got the synopsis and we're like, oh, yeah. okay, well, do our best here. <laughs> I, I don't know. I have yeah. no idea. You'd think that they just bounce these ideas off of them, though. off of George, though. Like, um... Man's busy. He's got to write his, his, his two Netflix uh, specials he's got now and he's, the spinoffs he's working on and and that book and that maybe he's working on a book i don't know man's busy you let's know? let's go watch the next one you guys yeah all right well uh we'll wrap this up here uh i'm, I'm higher on this next one than yes. i am on this yes. one so I will say that as a teaser let's bring it back to form i was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say we and th- this was the nightmare scenario i pitched was like because we have to do a double header today we're, we're recording two episodes in one day what if like they were both as bad as this one what if we enjoyed them as little as we enjoyed this one i still like, am enjoying oh. myself through this oh, so i am yeah. so i am actually too. i always have a lot of fun discussing them, even when it's bad yeah because let me tell you i was real unhappy with the way the next one ends specifically mm-hmm. more on that <laughs> soon yeah. uh if you enjoyed the show please consider supporting us on patreon patreon.com slash talking reckless podcast uh, the end of Westeros FM, the end of uh, season eight of Game of Thrones will not be the end of Westeros FM. We want to do a rewatch podcast for the first seven seasons. Uh, I still have no idea what form that's going to take. God, right. I hope this ends well. Yeah, right. Right now we're. Uh, <laughs> That's a, that's a good point. Right now, we are uh, uh, currently raising money for it on the stream. It is a stream goal. We'll see how we get there. Uh, if you'd like to support that, come and uh, visit us on twitch.tv slash talkingrecklesspodcast. Other than that, Brandon Lynch, thank you very much for getting back in the studio here with me, talking some Game of Thrones. That's right. Was, uh, sorry I missed last week. We had to do this double-ender, but oh, sounds like if we hadn't, uh, if we had come into the studio the next day, we might have just torn each other apart. Yeah, so. that's true. <laughs> uh, all regular, thank you very much for joining us. We'll be right back. And uh, very last thing I want to say before we go, episode six, we'll, there was a lot of confusion with the release dates. Episode six, we are going to be a week late. Uh, we, we got a man in the field. Someone's going on vacation. So... I'll, I'll say it again at the end of episode five, but episode six will be a week late. We're still going to do it. It'll be a week behind the finale. We need right. that time to process, to grieve. And we specifically don't even know that it's going to be on the Monday. That's In right. In fact, we specifically know it is going to not be on the Monday the that's, week after. That's it is right. going to come out late. So don't panic. Yes. People were losing their mind when Westeros FM episode four didn't go up on Monday. Right. Yeah. It's, it's going to be in the can. We got it for you. All right. We'll see you next episode. Westeros FM. Thanks for listening.